Hello and welcome to another movie podcast. My name is Oscar and with me today, unfortunately, is Luke, but slightly more fortunately. Oh, that's me, Ralph. The only other person. Oh my lord. This is uh, episode number 176 and today's uh, movie picks, much better than the last several, um, were picked by yours truly, Raphael here. And those movies are going to be late to the party, but still, thank you, thank you, still worth it. We're going to review Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, currently still in theaters right now. We're also going to review an indie uh, heist thriller film called How to Blow Up a Pipeline. And then, part of our marathon, 20 years ago, this is the 20th anniversary of Neil Jordan's heist movie, another heist movie, called The Good Thief. I love that we have these weird pairings, un- unexpected pairings, in our last several shows. Have you guys noticed that? Yes. yes. It's unexpected. We always bring it up, and but it, we, it's not, it hasn't ended. Like there's always some pairing going on. It's always Unexpected. some connection. Um, and Little if you did re- you know, technically, Guardians uh-huh. is also. A I was gonna say there is a heist element to Guardians as well. Yes, yes. I, I was just just getting there, bro. Just give I'll me a beat minute. You to it. I'm doing the fucking intro here. It's my episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one who knocks. Um, you can find this episode and all of our other treasure trove of episodes of Nonsense Dialogue at otherpodcast.com. Over there, you can see all of our previous marathons, as we mentioned, top tens and shit ton of other marathons. We went through a gigantic one where we covered all the Batman films last year. Check that out at otherpodcast.com. Luke, how you been lately, bitch? Um, I've been all right. I had a... Um... Kimono. No, I had an unfortunate event happen, and I had to fly out to Connecticut for a couple of days for the passing of uh, my girlfriend's mother. Man, that sucks. It totally sucks, yes. Luckily, uh, work was Our really boss. cool with me taking some days off, so I was able to go out there for six days. Wow. Yep. Yeah. That sucks. Don't So, yeah. A lot of stuff going goes on into planning all that. I bet. I've learned. Did you help out on that? In the planning? Is that what you're saying? Or are you just uh, not much. I was there was moral support for mainly, but yeah. as soon as I got there, the first stop was like the like the funeral home, looking at urns, right? Things like that. Uh, yeah, there's a lot more things going on, but that sucks. Yeah, and we met her, it, so it, you know, yeah, that's it's a real damn shame. Yeah. Cancer sucks, and uh, you know what? Cancer does suck. I think that's yeah. a universal thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, no one's pro cancer, except mm-hmm. for cancer. And aside from just you know hanging out there on the East Coast in Connecticut, uh, mm-hmm. the only thing I was able to actually watch was uh, Ted Lasso. My girlfriend's been watching it for a while now, so I binged the first two seasons. When it comes to it's like... such a nice feel good show, right? Yeah, yeah. It's That's also, what I hear. It also makes you want to be a better person. God, Ted Lasso, yeah, he's just so genuinely good. He's like what Ralph, what I imagine Ralph is always like. Hmm, no. Yeah, you are the nicest guy ever. Okay, well, I have a lot of problems, too. <laughs> guys, guys, if he's the nicest guy we know, we are all fucked up. I'm just going to say that. Rob is not that nice. Rob is not that nice. I'm an asshole. I would he never classify him as nice. He's a lowercase nice at best. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you don't know him as well as I do. Oh, Bitch, okay. I've known him for his entire life. With, with the opacity lowered to like 10%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So... Anyway, well, speaking of Ralph here, what about you? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. For real, Luke, that sucks. I'm sorry. Yes. But you're back and, you know, life goes on. I get that. Um, sucks I never, you know. Um, Ralph, now, how are you? 
how am I? How are yeah. you? No. Uh, we'll ask that question later. Take the, um, I'm good. I'm good. Um, weird. Uh, I have five days off coming up, so that's interesting. I don't know what to do with myself. Watch Ted Lasso. I'm caught up. So He's yeah. all caught up. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I'm probably, probably going to watch movies, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. I uh, finished my uh, 20, 30 episode, two seasons, two parts technically, they're not seasons, two part, 30 episode, hour plus episode. This is a Korean drama. Korean drama with my wife. And my wife's like, I don't know. This, what is, what, this, is, what must, this is what people hear. This is what they must feel when I talk about anime to them. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm like, oh my God, just again, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's 100%. And you know what? My Netflix only recommends me Korean dramas. I bet. Oh, just let's just peruse it for a second when you get a chance, Oscar. <laughs> just go to my mind, and you're gonna be like, I don't even know shows at least existed. Like yeah. I didn't even know. But you know, people say that same thing about my watch list stuff too. But uh, that's for different reasons. But, yeah, I bet. Yeah. Anyways, uh, besides that, the uh, what's it called? Yeah, it's just been weird. Uh, we're at an end of ending uh, work stuff at work. Uh, we're doing shipments coming up. So new schedules are coming up and stuff like that. So a lot of things are changing, coming real soon. And today was my last day, actually, of this recording. Yeah, that's a good lead-in, actually, for real quick to say that we're going to be having a new recording time. Yeah. So we usually record the Wednesday before the release of the episode. We're going to be uh, still releasing on a Wednesday, but we're recording on a Friday. So a little shorter yeah. or longer time, depending on how we do it. And uh, it might lead us to watch more, actually, more recent movies. I was about to say, I was like, maybe it'll you know, throw in like recent. a, yeah. That would be nice to actually do because especially we're for like bigger, Sunday. really big movies that come out like on Thursday. Right, Thursday. exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so you were saying, Ralph, besides the schedule change. Yeah, besides that, like I said, um, it was weird. Like everyone at work looking at me like I was like, you know, like they're losing me. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm right here. <laughs> but it is, it is, it's very much a lot. I, I mean, laugh. it's a big place, like a city there. So. Well, it's funny. Well, yeah, very much. But it's funny because like today was a, I, I knew I was going to have a weird day and I had a weird day. And it was like just a lot of shit happened that I'm like, of course I'm gonna get tested on my way out, you know? Like You mean drug tested? No, 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 no. I mean I've been that. That's how patients so tested. Patients, um, like actually like do you know how to do your job tested? Like, yeah, bitch. And then I gotta go tell other people that I, I know how to do my fucking job. Like and then you don't know what I do as my job, so why don't you shut the fuck up? I literally had to do that today. Hmm. Twice. Yeah, um, he's a nice guy, Ralph, right? Right, right. I'm a nice guy. Yeah. So, um, I don't worry. I said it in a nice way. I still sounded like an asshole, though. Um, but besides the point was, uh, yeah, I had to do that. And then at the very end, like, the, the cherry on top was uh, <laughs> I uh, I checked in with my supervisor about one thing. I was like, hey, did you – I, I kind of knew the answer, but I wanted to make sure, right? I was like, hey, did you do this one thing? And she looked at me like, No. I totally forgot. And I was like, yeah, that's why I'm asking. Like, so why don't you just give me the information and I'll do it? Like, mm. I got to go do this anyway. And it's one of those like little moments. She's like, oh, could you? Like, that'd be great. And I was like, I, I already knew because she had a hectic day today. And I was like, I already knew, but I was just so funny. I was like, I wanted to see if she was, I was like, if she actually did it or not. And I was like, I don't think she did. I don't think she had the time, the forethought just to put into it. Cause like I said, she was so busy today. Um, uh, handling her own stuff. And it was just it was just a really funny end of day thing. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go deal with this. Like I already I already knew this was gonna happen. I already, I plan ahead of time for all this end of stuff. Hmm. Uh, but it's interesting. It's gonna be weird because I'm no longer doing things that I'm normally doing that I like to do. So yeah, 
Yeah. Besides that, I mean, yeah, moving on forward. Um, not working as hard. I'm going to be taking my days off. I'm going to be working my two days. So coming up soon, I'm going to be just having weekends off all the time. So that's yeah. awesome. I know. I'm only going to be staying late for overtime. I'm not going to be working um, on my days off. So. I'll still be working more, but less <laughs> in a weird way. Cappy. Yeah, sounds barely audible. Barely. I know, I know. <clears throat> All right. Uh, speaking of work, um, there's a, there's like a 50-50. I might get fired soon. Um, and it's not a big deal at all. I don't care. I look for, I'm already looking for anyone. Um, as always, I am anyway. And uh, it's funny because I just like, and I'm not going to go into it, but I'm just guessing also that I'm going to, that it's, that, that it's happening soon. Because uh, I see like the wind changing kind of thing in a bad way. And I will not put up with it. And either people leave me alone, I will tell them off every time, and they don't like that. <laughs> so, and I will, just like Rob said. Um, no, I never shat in the coffee. Um, we have these new coffee grinders though, that are badass, though. Yeah, yeah, they are like they're they're single serving, so they they make the they make the the brewed coffee right then and there. The machine does. Oh, that's kind of dope. It is dope. That means we know. Does it make the coffee so fine that you can't see it yourself? That makes no sense. Um, it's like the Kramer sliced a piece of like meat. The adults, are, the adults are talking. Hold on. Um, <laughs> Seinfeld, motherfucker. I get Seinfeld. it. I get it. Um, like tissue paper. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it's it's a kind of new cool machine. Uh, we got it. We just got it. Like the first, we were the, we the first store in the district to get it. I don't know how we won that raffle, mm-hmm. and uh, it's fun. It's a fun thing. It's like it cuts out a lot of the pro, a lot of the timing issues and all that shit. Nothing's old. Nothing is ever old anymore on the coffee cool. front. So that's kind of cool. That's it, makes uh, me, it makes me almost, almost want to drink one. I feel like you'd be. More, <laughs> it's funny. I feel like you're more. You're gonna be more surprised as to you thinking you're gonna get let go. I don't think you will. But it. I mean, yeah, it's pretty hard to do that. Yeah. Um, because uh, a lot of people are yellow or like they're mired by that, the policies. That, that's why I think you're gonna. It's gonna be a little bit hard pressed for them to. You're yeah, gonna... but I'm always constantly referencing and mentioning that to them as well. Like I mentioned, like the the self aware, like if like faceless shit that they're doing, the high school bullshittery that's going on constantly, and they pretend like they don't know what I'm talking about. I'm like, you know what I'm talking? Like, come on. And uh, that's what I'm saying. That's why I might, because uh, I can't help myself. Not that I should or shouldn't. They either we take it seriously or we don't, and they're not taking it seriously. So why would I? Mm. That's really it. Anyway, I don't. I think I don't saw fifty fifty. Then let's say I don't know yet. Um, I mean, again, last time. Remember, uh, I remember if you guys remember a few years back, maybe four years ago. Uh, I was another. I was in danger of this happening to me, uh, getting fired. But uh, they realized they don't have anyone, nor does anyone want to close as often as I do. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, did I, are you guys? I do. Oh yeah, that was like that was the reasoning, <laughs> which is great because that's all I want to do. I definitely don't want to do the mornings ever. But oh god, you were so weird when you did that. When I did the mornings, yeah. When I first started, yeah, when I was new and I had no choice, or I had less of a choice. Then I started niching, getting you know, cover my own niche, and mm-hmm. now I'm there. Anyway, it's not nonsense stuff. Obviously, being vague on purpose. Uh, all right. That is it for that shit. Let's get into some recent discoveries. Luke, you have not seen anything due to obvious reasons. Yes. So we're going to move right on to Roth here. Roth, you and I saw a movie. Why don't you tell us? Uh, We saw a movie that Luke saw the previous episode. uh, That's right. Called Sisu. 
Uh, and he saw Sisu. Did what did you think of Sisu? We saw Sisu on the Sisu sure. Anyway, um, what did I think of Sisu? No, well, it was a, it was totally a fun, just a fun watch overall. Rid- ridiculousness is should be like the biggest word used in this movie. Um, but yeah, it was, um, it was, it was just a really cool, violent movie. Um, I don't know what else to say it because that's really what it was. Um, it it almost like felt comic booky, like you know some. Almost? Some Are you sure? Well, it didn't no, 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 no. Exactly almost as in like booky? I just feel like all I needed, all I needed for it to feel like very comic booky was for the villains to like cackle. If more. he almost choked, you mean if he almost got hanged? You mean like that would have been too far? You think? Right. I mean. <laughs> The, the amount of stuff that happens in this movie <laughs> is disgustingly awesome, and uh, at the same time, you're just like, "Wow, wow. Yeah. okay, like <laughs> sure." I mean, first of all, the river scene is, I think, my favorite scene. <laughs> like mm. when he crosses the river and he's literally killing them one by one. Yeah, that was uh, pretty cool. Fantastic. That person was like the minefield one. Yeah, the minefield one was a fun one too. I think the, the minefield is where the movie crossed the line for me, where like. I don't know how serious I should take this movie in the sense of like, is this living in, and I know this is a Hollywood, not a Hollywood movie, but granted it's not Hollywood, but you know what I mean? It's a Hollywoodized movie in a sense. Yeah. It's, it's all exaggerated and all that, like any movie on the planet is, but um, is it still based on some sort of like tactile or some sort of easygoing reality or is it just plain cartoon? And right after the, there's a part in the minefield, I think, or at least right after that, where the movie crossed the line for me, like, okay, it's a cartoon. Um, and the thing is, is that I was enjoying the movie before that. I was enjoying it as a somewhat realistic movie, a movie trying to be realistic, not be cartoony. And I, I think I was enjoying saying. that more. So when the movie chose a side, so to speak, and uh, went full cartoon, I was like, ah, oh, not loving it. Don't get me wrong. I still like the movie a lot. I'm with you, Rob. It was a lot of fun. I'll start with you. And yeah. um, worth my time. Never see it again, though. But like, yeah, yeah I would, whatever. Yeah, I would 100 percent. I I wouldn't mind watching it if I saw it with somebody who didn't see it. If they make a sequel like three years later, I might watch it again just like, oh, yeah, again. But it's it's going to be a background movie for sure. Um, Yeah, something, right. It's like uh, Nobody or something, you know, kind of like that. Yeah, exactly. I feel like a Nobody kind of movie. Very much so. You know, Um, I I would say a similar situation, especially the, the, the hanging part. I think after that, I oh that was a that was yeah that, well, no, no, no. I mean but yeah that <laughs> was more like moments. that was more like yeah exactly I was like I was with you seven yeah. seasons in yeah right I had to jump a shark you know right yeah you had to <laughs> gotta keep it fresh right that's what they thought then yes that's exactly what they were thinking um yeah overall recommend for sure overall recommend it's a fun movie. Um, I agree I agree it was a fun movie and uh, I actually kind of glad I watched it in theaters though. Because I feel like yeah, yeah. I feel like if I was at home, I would have paused it a couple times and be like, oh, "I'll come back to this to watch it." I would have playing XCOM. Oh, yeah, or something. You know, I would have found something like eh, I don't have to really pay attention to this movie. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, all right. So um, on to me here. Um, I saw another fun movie uh, out of the blue for t- today. I want to see something kind of fun, nothing too serious. So I saw Ambulance. Anyone heard of this movie? Yes. Uh, came out like a couple years ago. Yes, that's right. M-U-L-A. That's one of the heist that... Two robbers steal an ambulance after the heist goes awry. Directed by Michael Bay. Michael Bay movie. Oh, it's a Michael Bay movie. Yes, it is. How much of a Michael Bay movie is this? 
Uh, hold on. It starts Jake Gyllenhaal, and one of my favorite names to say, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II. Isn't that a fun Whoa. name to say? He played like, Candyman in the latest Candyman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Isaac yeah, Gonzalez. Yeah. Anyway, hold this on. is... Wait, the dinosaur uh, from uh, Transformers is in there? The... What? Crazy. Wow. Oh, no. No, no, no. Shut up. You threw me off there. Yeah, um, just no, so this is a toned-down Michael Bay. This is a... This is a funnel through, a filtered, a scoped in, a zoomed in version of Michael Bay in the sense that because the movie is so, it's much more simple. Don't get me wrong, it's still long. It's like 240 something. But um, it is a much more of a fun ride. And I think because it's stuck in an ambulance for the most part, of course, um, with three characters, a fourth technically, the one injured. Um, and it has this very simple Whoa. premise going in. I think uh, it really like, not limits him necessarily, but it doesn't let him do too much crazy shit. And he really has kind of like, it feels a lot better and a lot more watchable. Like, has anyone tried seeing that Netflix one he made? No, which one was that? With Ryan Reynolds. Oh, uh... That movie's insane. It makes no fucking sense. The one with the cars? Yes, there's a lot of cars in it, yeah. I don't Uh, remember the name of it. For the life of me, I don't remember the name of it. I barely remember the plot. There is no plot, actually. I don't think Uh, there's... I'll look it up real quick. It's a ridiculous movie. That movie, he was like no holds barred, gave him like blank check kind of deal. And he like, he wasn't like, he shows an insanity, in my opinion, not in a good way. This one is like definitely much more controlled Bay. bay and that's the best kind of Bay for me, um, where his like, action is much more centralized and all that. And I think the, there's an actual kind of plot and the characters are kind of actually interesting. So it works out for me. So yeah, it was a fun movie. Not like something amazing, but Ambulance is a fun movie. If you're interested in that, watch it. Um, not unlike Sisu, but very, very different though. Um, okay. So last but not least, I saw a documentary. Finally, I've seen this documentary. It's called Free Solo. Anyone heard of it? Yes. Have you seen it? I think so. But I'm not too sure. I mean, I don't know how you can forget it. Luke, have I you have not heard of it or seen it? Mm, I Either? think I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Came out in 2018. Alex Honnold attempts to become the first person to ever free solo climb El Capitan which is a rock face in Yosemite State Park. Oh, I thought that was a, a Mac OS X release. No, no, no. Um, I'm sure the joke is really good for a lot of fucking nerds. <laughs> Sounds like it. Um, this is a documentary that follows a guy who free sold. You know who free soloing is? Anyone else what that is? Six Underground. Never saw it. Six Underground. Yeah, that's the movie. Anyway, back to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone know what free soloing is? Yes, it's uh, rock climbing without uh, any gear. Yes, exactly. The insanely dangerous task of climbing a rock you know, some, face. Some of these guys don't think it's that dangerous, like this guy probably. Yeah, well, no. That's the thing is that how can you do this movie? How is this movie even remotely portrayed? And also, like, Go the fucker could fall. And you know what I'm saying? He could fall and at die. Any moment. At any moment. At actually, any moment. I want to say, no, I've never seen the movie, but I've actually heard. I was listening to a lot of Rogan recently. Uh-huh. And uh, I think he was on it, actually. I can't Alex Donald? that or somebody else and i could have there was a story i think where this guy caught up to a couple hikers or a couple Mm -hmm. like uh, other climbers who were actually just properly climbing with gear you know yeah not this motherfucker like how he is and he was like here let me help you with that kind of thing like yeah and then he's like yeah i'm gonna keep going now and i was just like fuck like this guy's a beast like he's like yeah but hey you have any chalk oh yeah thanks man like the movie so the movie does a lot of great things i think that's really wonderful and interesting and and kind of insightful it goes into the guy a lot in the sense like it shows how fucked up he is it shows how self-aware he is as well 
and it shows like his personal life, which is really just rock climbing, and he does meet a girlfriend, and that whole dynamic actually has a play in it, uh, a part a part to play in the movie in the documentary that really works to sell more on Alex Honnold as well, and also about him and like in a sports way, you know how you think of uh, football players, basketball, whoever, in any sport, they have to get in the mindset, right? If you if you you know you know when you're in the game. Yeah. The zone kind of feel like that's that's what this guy's waiting for that's why this guy's trying to feel and and it's all a part of that and seeing him um there's footage of course of him free soloing other rock faces and shit but no one had done this particularly long ass difficult one and they explain in detail where along because they have to map out a route right to for him to do that right and the whole movie goes into all that, and it goes into all the specifics of why this part is very complicated. They have names for every section of the rock face. It becomes like a whole thing. It's like a really intricate, horribly dangerous thing to do. And so I'm not going to say whether he did or not, succeeded or not, but the fact that he was probably on Joe Rogan means he either did it and survived or like uh, did it and gave up. You don't know. But watch the documentary. It is really amazing. Really good. I highly recommend it. Pre-solo. How invested were you in this round? Yeah, I don't know if exactly it was him. It was for I was hella talking about him. invested. Hella invested. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, Free Solo is on Disney Plus, on the National Geographic area, of course. So that's what... Soon the, to be Hulu Disney Plus. Is Disney buying, buying Hulu? They've owned them for a while. Oh, they're, they're, no, they're just combining the apps. Oh, just combining the apps? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Anyway... Um, that is our recent discovery. So we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna review our first film, which is what? More Scotch. I mean, um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Stay with us. Still reeling from the loss of Gamora, Peter Quill rallies his team to defend the universe and one of their own. A mission that could mean the end of the Guardians if not successful. This is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, written and directed by James Gunn, who mm-hmm. probably isn't going to do anything else with Marvel. No, not for a long-ass time, if right. ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> right. This is a uh, Marvel movie, guys. I know how much we love watching Marvel movies around here. Uh, I do. Yeah, I know. So this wasn't sarcastic. Uh, it wasn't sarcastic. Not, your inflection made it seem like it was sarcastic. Mm-hmm. I think it was talking about me, probably. Yes, it was. Um, that being said, uh, quick thing. I dug the movie. But Luke, what did you think? I also dug the movie, but I dug the soundtrack just a little bit less. Hmm. Not no 70s stuff. Not enough 70s. They went to the 80s. Just, they went to they went like the, the 90s angsty alternative rock. I don't know. It's because they started with creep. Doesn't mean the whole thing was creep. Okay. <laughs> it's at the tone. All right. It did set the tone. You're right. So I'll give you guys the, the soundtracks. You guys ready? Mm. Yeah. So we got creep, acoustic mm-hmm. version, yep. crazy on you. Okay. That's heart. In the meantime, space hog. Since you've been gone, by the rainbow, Not reasons. Okay, that's mm-hmm. the one by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm-hmm. Um, do you realize? By the flaming lips, great bad thing. Uh, we care a lot. Koinu uh, no carnival, or minute waltz for minute waltz. Sorry, I said, I'm always chasing rainbows. That's two things. Or yeah, by Alice Cooper, San Fran, Cisco. 
Uh, poor girl, this is the day. No sleep till Brooklyn. Dog days are over. Come and get your love. I will dare. And Badlands. Mm-hmm. So. No, it's, yeah, it's definitely a decent amount of 70s. Yeah. Right? But. Yeah. But not exclusively. <laughs> right. He only likes the hits. I guess Besides not. the soundtrack, you were saying? I'm sorry. That's Me or him? Yeah, yes, you looped. Oh, the size that uh, movie was fantastic. But how did you feel it? Um, I hate to compare, but I'm not. I, at the same time, I don't. So go ahead and um, what do you? Where, where's your rankings in the volume? Yeah, I agree. Yep, me too. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. I, honestly, it's, it's really, really easy rankings for me. Probably be the like, number three. Really? So does it go in order for you? One, two, three? Or two, one, three? Uh, you don't know. No, no sorry. One, three, two. Okay. okay, that's better. That's well, significantly better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, I, I, that's the the, the, the plot of two just popped in my head. I was like, yeah. Oh, to no. be honest with you, three is really... I thought, I, so I dug this movie a lot. So I'll, I'll piggyback off of Luke here. Um, I, th- I piggyback, yeah, I thought it was a really good movie. I thought I had a lot more fun with this than I did with two. I thought two was uh, a little lackluster, don't get me wrong. I think three picks up of where we need to be doing with these characters, uh, finally like progressing stuff. And I know we also kind of focus hard leaf, hard, not hardly, but hard focus on um, Rocket, which is great. I love it. I love everything about Rocket because that's the he's kind of like the enigma, right? He's like no one. He's knows the one we him. haven't had focus on, really. Right. Well, yeah. Very basically, even oh, I would say Groot too, but at the same time, not really. We get a lot of Groot through like other things as well. Yeah, we saw an entire life of Groot. Right, exactly, which, is, which, is, which is basically what you need to know, right, about Groot. Right. Um, so it, it kind of works out. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think it just it, – the backstory is great. Um, the story overall is fantastic as well, and I like how where it goes through. And I like seeing where they are in, this war, in the universe. I like seeing what the Guardians of the Universe are actually uh, – or this is called Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Or – that was, that was you called. said Guardians of the Universe? Yeah, I said Guardians of the Universe. I Did like you? That. I missed yeah. it. I was going to let it go. And, um, and uh, so, like, it's it's one of those things where you're like, that's pretty cool. Like, it's cool to see where they are and how they fit really well. Um, but, yeah, I, I dug the movie a lot, and I, I dug it. Yeah, I, I want to say it's in contention for one, but it's one three two right now. Um, order if my order of how it is and then we'll get more into it obviously as we go through it but oscar how about you man guys for me it's three one two See, okay. really? I'm, not, I'm not i'm not too much further from you I, i'm honestly like, three one two they're gonna be wrong which also three one two great area code hey, the area codes right <laughs> for the, oh and a great beer uh yeah i like the beer you're right it's, a good beer. it's all chicago humor we're doing by the way guys um yeah, I think it's three one two. Uh, because uh, don't get me wrong, the, the beginning, uh, you know, being the first movie, like the first Guardians, was a big sensational hit as it was, and it makes sense. And making these characters work when they don't sound like they could work—a talking tree, a anthropomorphized uh, sassy raccoon—all these things shouldn't make sense. And in that era of Marvel cinema, which is still not like new or anything, but not not th- not that old yet, Phase Two, I think, it was kind of a cool thing they could pull off. And James Gunn is such a um, you know, he has his uh, unique voice. He makes basically, it's like he makes 
rated R versions of PG-13 movies. That's like his special specialty, is making fucked up things, uh, but for the family, um, <laughs> more or less. Uh, I know that he could come more hardcore. I mean, that's why we saw um, his version of that DC movie. What's it called? Um, with the ex-cons and Harley Quinn. What's the name of the movie? Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Thank you. That's yeah. a hard R, you know, Suicide Squad. And he made it his own and he has a stamp. And the, you can see how that mind is the guy who did Guardians of the Galaxy. So we got to this movie. And I think this movie is better because it has... Uh, a bigger emotional payoff where the other two movies did not have any for me. This one has one. has several, actually. Um, two, it has a really good finale for every character and in their own way. I feel like it gives them enough time to breathe it out based on the last two movies and the other stuff like with um, the End Games and uh, Infinity Wars. Yeah. yeah. Um, because really, he was going to dealt, I'm not saying a bad hand, but he was probably dealt a little curveball with the writing because he comes back for Volume 3 having uh, a dead Gamora and a new different Gamora to deal with, right? Because right. he didn't write that, he didn't write Endgame or direct it, so must be interesting to figure that out. Anyway, but I think he did a really good job figuring out all the curveballs relating to the Phase 3 stuff. Hey, deal with this. Okay. Beyond all that stuff, it's uh, also very inventive. Like, I think he is so much more inventive. I love the 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 sequences of his movies it's uh there's a lot of there's uh, several locations that they go to um and they're all like unique and well thought out and fun to explore fun action great fucking dialogue it makes you really flesh out some of these other characters you have in like mantis and shit i think in better ways like she's more grounded to that she's part of the team now you can see it a lot better now than the second one and uh the other one um and I mean, I have so much to say. It's just so much great stuff. And now, yeah. and the villain is not at all empathetic. He went, he went completely the other end. He made him completely hardcore villain. Everyone should hate him. Joffrey yeah. level style. And it, but it works great. And it works opinion. for it. Yeah, it right. Works really well, yeah. It works. And I love how the main thing of this film and this is not a spoiler necessarily is um, is that this imperfect mismatch characters are fighting perfectionism, and it's just fun. Yeah, I think it's a really fun movie. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I have a high, James Gunn's giving me high hopes for DC. Dude, know, like, he's gonna own that shit. I DC hope is gonna be like the new Marvel. I can't wait to see a Superman. What is that kind? Of, I know. So it's, I'm so interested. I'm so I want to see so bad. Yeah, yeah. I am. Um, what's it called? Yeah, I'm. I'm so close to saying. Like I said, it's just it's it's in contention for number one slot for the for the three volumes. Um, but it's. Also, like, go figure, and I, I'm, spoiler slash not spoiler, because it's not really, but, um, it's like, how do I, how do I band the world, everybody watching this movie, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, to make sure that we hate this villain, right? Not only do we hate this villain, <sighs> and how do we just, uh, make sure that, uh, we never ever want to, and then have anyone like this villain, right? That's yeah. just, so it's a different way, right? It's like, oh, let's torture, uh, animals. Cute really animal, cute Don, animal. Oh, Don, ferrets, dude. bunnies, Don. obviously raccoons, <laughs> right. a walrus, Don, a, a walrus. walrus. Yeah, yeah. Although yeah. I mean, tossed did that already. But yeah, besides the point. Um, Google, no yeah, could you? <laughs> so I, it just worked phenomenal. Like you're like, yeah, I don't dude. Give a fuck what you say. <laughs> uh, okay, I think yeah. Yeah. just like the two words, like it hurts or whatever. I was like, oh. Dude, it yeah. hurt me watching that. Every yeah. fucking flashback, I was like, "No, you such yes. an emotional impact." But you know, you know what? I, what I what I dig so much about this movie is that it 
the comedic stuff works phenomenal. All the comedic stuff that works really good for me, but it's because it's been set up over these two movies for sure, right? And over also like the other uh, Endgame and everything else that we've seen, right. Of it, right? But it works so well because it's it's just like, uh, hey, this is in motion. Like we're all everyone's part of it. No one's left out. You know, we're just moving through it, and you're like, and then. <laughs> like the Drax jokes work phenomenal. They're like, how do you not like? He's like, what do you mean? And you're like, let me erase your memory. <laughs> you are like, let me yeah. do this. You know. Yeah. And you're like, what the? And it just and it works phenomenal because like uh, everything works for the whole audience watching it. You're like, yeah, that's so him. And it's not. You're not saying it's cliched or anything because it's just that character and it works. It works so well. So yeah. all, everything lands really well in this movie, but it's also because of the setups of the other movies. So it's you like, know, it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, as to you were saying about making the villains so hateful by you know hurting and imprisoning and experimenting and killing animals, fluffy, cute animals, regular Earth animals too, guys. It's right. not made up animals, right? Um, although there is one cute made up animal that's in the movie too that was so afraid for its life the whole time. Um, anyway, um, I think he okay. And my question to you guys: Did he go too hard? Because a lot of people will not watch rewatch this movie or wa- not watch it at all. Because of the, just those people, scenes, people tend to feel, especially in this country, about animals and yeah, seeing those things. Like you know what I'm saying? Did he go too hard? No, I don't think so. I, I think he was on the borderline, though. Yeah, um, it's very much. Yeah, yeah, I agree. yeah it could have been a lot worse. I'm, I'm going to tell you something right now. If if there was, I hate to say it, but if there was the top two animals that we consider here in the states, which is the dog and the cat, um, yeah. more involved. Then probably cross the line for sure. That's in the director's cut, <laughs> <laughs> right? But what's funny is that there is a dog moment that I I find so cute. Oh yes, uh, the... it's, it's the there's a space thing. dog. Yeah, yes. a it's the cutest thing ever. I wanted it's to just so cool. That. It's it works Don't so well. Tell me, I'm a good boy. Yeah, I'm a good dog. I'm a good dog. Yeah, <laughs> that was so good. I worked every time. It did. It really did. Yeah. That did. I know the Russians did actually send a dog into space, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. that's the whole premise. Yeah, Yeah, that's the whole premise. Yeah, it's great. It's like uh, it's like an up. You know, when they give the collars. Yeah. Felt like that. Um, it was so funny. It's it's so inventive on this shit. I love how they thought of this. All this little weird things, and it's kind of. But it's also like it tends to be a little hardcore, um, as well. And you know, beyond the the fact that I also don't think they went too hard. It did obviously go too hard for many people out there. I'm sure many people will not watch this movie or definitely w- regret watching it <laughs> because of their sensibilities towards animals. Yeah. For, for me, it's much simpler. I know they're fake animals, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, like, me too. That's yeah. it. That's all I need to know. It's a movie, guys. You know, right. that's all I care about. Like, it, 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 as long as it's a point of it in the story, which there is, because of Rocket, right. then I'm fine. I mean, with, you know, it's not that turtle from Cannibal Holocaust. No, that was a real turtle, and that's a hard move, hard scene to watch. Very hard scene to watch. I don't know why you're bringing that up right now. Completely different movie. <laughs> Completely different movie. 50, 60 years ago, there, chief. Sixty now, damn. Sixty exactly. I think this is the sixtieth anniversary of that movie. By the way, um, came out in sixty three, I think. Um, anyway, uh, you lost me. You fucked me up. You totally Sorry. fucked me up. Anyway, oh right. So I'm gonna say beyond that. I think this movie also treats those scenes very seriously and those moments seriously. It doesn't really go for the joke all the time. Like a lot of the present day stuff, the shenanigans, the heisting, yes, 100%. Right? But like when it comes to those, uh, you know, those doom scenes, the, the scenes when they're showing these horrible things happening to these animals, um, either in the background or in the foreground, 
is uh, the, the movie is in a serious mode. Like it's not trying to like shy away. It makes it more impactful is my point. And, and it so doesn't make it feel like it's telling the butt of a joke either. Because this movie is also very funny, but it's also serious. Yeah. And I like those scenes. I like that. That it you know, they, I, I feel like they respect it a little bit more compared to like what they do for a human scene example that's getting tortured where we make like, – and I bring up the, um, a very famous uh, Daniel Craig scene from uh, 007, right, where mm-hmm. he's getting tortured and literally like, Jesus oh, Christ, please yeah. don't hurt him. But the guy's literally joking as he's getting tortured, right? Right. And I feel like we make – we bring levity to those things, right? Especially right. For, and I think the movie does a good job of respecting that. Like, no, this is a harsh scene. And it's a harsh scene to watch. And there's really no levity to bring, right? Um, but at the same time, we're not doing it to just show you bad things. You know, we're doing it because it's, you know. Yeah. To make you hate this person a lot. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Uh, and to add more, of course. Yeah. yeah. What do we think of how what they did with Gamora? I dug the Gamora thing, to be honest with you. Um, I like that... I like that uh, she that we have to, that she is this other person that we're not aware of, right? That we're not used to, and but the thing is, she's her own person, and she doesn't know who she is either, and she's trying to find that pl- right. her place in her own world and her in the universe or the galaxy. Um, did, I mean, did it kind of give her like a good ending ish at? The- <laughs> I don't want to spoil it though. Yeah, okay, before we get to that, we're going to get to spoilers soon. But yeah, go ahead, Ruff. Yeah, yeah. What they did for her was nice. I would say nice is the the good thing. But I think it's um, it's a good. She's a good tool in this movie for uh, Peter Quill. So yeah, I was going to say one last thing before we get to spoilers. Just before we so get specifics, because um, there's a lot of great stuff with Nathan Fillion. There's a lot of great stuff I want to talk about. With oh somebody. yeah, I was about to say I go. We, yeah, we'll yeah. get to that. Um, uh, this might be the least, I mean, not might be, I think it is very much so the least Peter Quill movie he's in out of Guardians. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is in it, he's he's focused the least. The movie has no problem uh, transferring that focus, not just to Rocket, it being the overall, you know, central plot here, but to, but to Mantis, right? Yeah. A lot more to Mantis, a lot more to even Gamora, or uh, what's, her, what's her name, Gamora's sister? Nebula. Nebula. Um, Nebula gets a, a big role too, and I like how she's falling into this role of leadership as well. It's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great progression for her. Um, and uh, drags a little <laughs> bit, but not as much. But still, you know, gooey screws. Yeah, but it makes. It may, and it was funny is it just it just feels natural because it makes sense. It makes sense that you know we have we know what Peter Quill is. We know what he does. We know what you know the persona he is, and um, and it's like it's almost like seeing everybody step up, right? Forcefully. Mm-hmm. Right, but they step up and they shine in their own way. Yeah, um, and then we us getting to see that, which is really, which is like almost what Peter gets to see on all the time from them. You know, yeah, right, yeah, exactly. All right, so let's get into spoilers for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, starting right now. I love that gooey planet. That whole disgusting planet not a planet it's not a planet it's like a factory what? or a company yeah, yeah. Oh or my God. Cor- but What's the whole thing is Nathan Fillion okay my favorite scene with Nathan <laughs> Fillion is Nathan Fillion scene 
where they're just it feels making one of the guy next to yeah, yeah 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 it's the shop like, I, got like, you know, I got one of those too like i got it right here Jesus. Oh. just and he brings it up again later yes he th- i mean it felt Did so you? work related i i it i <laughs> don't feel even, like you guys i, I know that person and i'm just right. like yes right. yes please like and it just felt so relatable and i'm like even in a random place and listen works work we all have that type of person yeah. that we have to deal yeah. with, even in a weird fucking bubble suit that you got on. It's like the, no, yeah. Yeah. But you, yeah, you you had that person in your mind. You saw them as soon as that happened, right? A thousand percent, yeah. <laughs> oh. It's just oh, how do you not? How do you not? It's so relatable. It's so great. And also, Nathan Fillion is just masterclass of like <laughs> giving just like the the little flourishes, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty fun to see him back in space, right? Oh, yeah. Um, it's been a while. It's been a minute. Um, yeah, a lot Since of fun. Serenity? Serenity. Yes. You know, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I never, never saw it. That's okay. I mean, you, you, you're not a real good nerd anyway. I mean, you're not a good person, so I get that. I, I get why you have it. <laughs> yeah, you're a bad Trekkie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> isn't Serenity supposed to be like, I think like, Bronco. like the like the Confederate like version of like history? Like somebody made that whole argument, like how the people of Serenity are actually like the Confederates. Well, well, the nerds that actually seen everything could say something on that. So I don't know what you're doing. Um, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I think so. Sure. I don't know. I, I couldn't say. I never saw the video. So. Anyway, back to reality here. Um. I, I love how inventive this place was. Like, um, there's so much like gooey, like everything you have to work at there is so textual and yeah. fucking weird. It must Rip. be. I want to go there for a day. I I, I, don't. Place. I, I want I to go there and also just for a day. I mean, wash my hands immediately. Every every yeah, right after or immediately after touching anything. Yeah, but you can't do anything without touching something. Yeah, it it's reminded like, me of um, like what's it called? Uh, what's that movie we just saw? The Crimes of the Future or whatever? What's that? Crimes of the Future? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. nailed it. Yeah, they nailed it. Yeah. 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 Perfect. I, I, I was, for some reason, I was thinking Crimes of Misdemeanors, and I was like, that's not it at all. Crimes of Misdemeanors <laughs> is a Woody Allen movie. It is. And yeah. it's not that at all. Yeah, The Crimes of the Future. It reminded me of that. Yeah, I can see that. I can see so. that. Yeah, it has a very um, Cronenbergian kind of feel to it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, but like nicer. A more corporate, I guess. A corporate oh, version. thousand percent more corporate. Cronenberg, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I love that sequence a lot. I like, um, uh, I like that the golden suits. dude. Yeah, this, suits were awesome. Yeah. This mo- this movie, the dialogue is a mile a minute, and which is my favorite type of dialogue. Um, <laughs> and Mantis fucking with Drax, like every it makes people fall in love with him every time. Yeah, and yeah. just to look at her face again, it just works out so well yeah. because like we know these characters. And and it's just like the although it kind of looks. shows it to be kind of a pretty powerful person, right? She goes up to a person and a really I don't funny way, like now you're a, now you're a kitty cat, well, I, and well, then that, leaves. That, well, that's what's so great. That's also so great about the. Are we just spoilers? Wait, we get yeah, spoilers? we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're. Spoilers. But that's that's the I, I forgot already. But that's the, the that's the beautiful part of that, though, right? That she doesn't know that she's powerful until the end of the movie. That she's like, yo, I'm kind of like not like powerful, but like I need to find myself in my own place and this, this, and that. But right, like, right. The fact that yeah, you have a very you're fucking OP as shit. All you have, they just no one can get ever close to you. 
Like as long if you touch somebody, it's game over. You're you're winning at everything. And right. the fact that you use it to like comic relief, fantastic. I love you already. Like it's just like just to right. fuck with people. And he knows it. And it just works so well because like he knows when she touches him and he's like, You're deeply in love with this man, right? Like you're just and it works so well because he's like, Fuck, I've been here before, so I just gotta play it cool. Like and it's so funny. And it, 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 it feels like we've been we've seen this joke even though we've never seen it before. Right, and that was a good ending for her. I thought that a lot. It's a great progression because in two, yeah, yeah. she was just like uh, this like servant person, and then go straight into this mixed match band of people that are yeah. good. They helped her out, but that really it didn't help herself out. That's good. Right. Yeah. Um, and for uh, for um, what's her name? Oh my God, Gamora. Like I like that she's like a weaver and goes back, and you see the. Like, she's with her family, right, at the end of that scene? Yep. That's how she feels. So she found the place for herself. Yeah, she had found it in this absence, you know? And I like how the movie starts out with her not being around them, you know? and But being okay with them around also, because she was in the beginning of the movie, and then she becomes okay with the Guardians existing and being around her in, in general. But that's not her family anymore. Yeah. Um, and Drax, finding out that he's like a father figure, and these kids are, like, totally in love with him, and he loves, like, making jokes with them goes hand in hand with his lost family from his OG days when Thanos killed him or uh, not uh, not Thanos uh, Rowan whatever mm-hmm. um, that was very good that's from all that's from all volume one by the way and uh, and then obviously Rocket's whole backstory which we knew nothing about is much more fucking gruesome and fucked up and he <laughs> the, it makes even like th- this like this series and Endgame Infinity Wars also kind of tortures Rocket a lot more than we think now that we know his history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when you think of Infinity War, he's the only one that makes it out of the of the the snap. Mm-hmm. You know that, right? Yeah. Groot goes away, Quill goes away, Gamora yep. dies, you know, yep. like <laughs> Yeah, the man suffered is... it. He suffered for everything. Yeah. Yeah. He was and alone that... again. I'm surprised right. he survived uh, right. as long as he, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That's hard. How do you hard. Now you know why the guy's so fucking jaded. Yeah, he's like, Jesus yeah, fuck. right. Yeah, yeah. what do you guys think of uh, that Adam guy? Adam, remind me. Oh, the golden guy. The golden guy. Yeah, uh, I think he was okay. I think uh, I don't know. I got into the movie needed him maybe, but he was okay. <laughs> I just love that Adam who they watch. casted for it. Yeah, well, they showed him in the... Yeah, Luke was too. so excited in the movies. I was like, wait, that, like, that's the weeder kid from Where the Millers. Yeah. <laughs> with How the, the fuck? The, 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 the popular meme mm. uh, that they I keep don't know. using. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you guys got paid? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like everyone's like, man, I only got this. I only got that. I only got... He's like, wait, wait, wait. You guys are getting paid? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are those? Like, yeah. Millers. Oh, I think I've seen that clip. Now that it comes <laughs> back. I know. Yeah, okay. Okay, I'm with you guys then. Uh, yeah, that's him. Show your um, age. yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I think he was okay. He wasn't like anything great or anything. No, no. I, I, I mean, yeah. he, he was just like a big. Like I like Sean Gunn's uh, little role in the movie more than him. Oh, with the whistling thing. Yeah, with yeah. the whistling yeah, that was thing. Awful. Him and the dog made it all better. Really, like them um, keeping um, the base intact, so to speak, flying nowhere around and shit, <laughs> which I didn't know it could fly for real until I saw it. No, no relation to James Gunn. But all it relation is, to James Gunn. It is. They're brothers, I think. No, I know. They are, yeah. I'm just saying. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> relation. Hey, hey, brother, you want to be in this movie? Yeah, I guess I can. Yeah. 
<laughs> and he was like nothing in the first one. The second one, he has a little bit more of a background role. Right. And this one, he's like fully, not fully. Well, role, he, takes the, like, he takes the mantle in the end of two. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, right. And he learns how to play the whistle. It was great. It was pretty yeah. funny. I well, love you know, when they release all the animals. Yeah. Um, when they ser- when they save everyone, right? All the animals, especially after the kids, and they're jumping onto the to nowhere, right? Um, they're slashing at some of the people that are saving them. Have you guys noticed that? I did. They're yeah. just running in. They are running in, but they're like they're like wild animals. So they they're are, like yeah. slashing people, and it's really funny. Yeah. I love how they added that touch. Yeah. Uh, but fuck this villain guy, dude! He destroyed a whole fucking planet. He destroyed Counter Earth for no good reason. And that was kind of hard. There's a lot of death in this movie, man. Um, because, he, I, I mean, he made he co- he copy pasted Earth, right? Yeah, literally down to the crime and the drugs, right? And um, that and was like, kind of funny, though. His callousness in general is what like really throws me about this guy. He really is, makes him such a horrendous dick. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just love to hate him. Love it. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I love the uh, the cool back and forth of like, oh, we have to save them, and they they're going to save them, but they already ran out, so they have to save them back. <laughs> back and forth of the ship thing that was miscommunication. Brilliant. That was brilliant. I love that. That's some fucking Tom and Jerry. Well, but luckily, good. because of that, they were able to save the children. Right, right, right. And yeah, it all happens. The future. It all works out. Mm-hmm. Well, they're like little geniuses, right? That was like his part of his utopia or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with this movie. Uh, even in, in Quill's like uh, ending for the film, which is not the final, the finale shot, by the way. Um, Quill's finale is like it's like it's like they wanted to say you should probably get some therapy based on the shit that I let you hear, right? But like instead of that, they're like you should go and really like not tie the loose ends necessarily, but go back to Earth where you originally got abducted, the region, you know, and uh, connect, reconnect with what you've left behind there. And responsibility-wise, and uh, for yourself too, and uh, that was that was okay. I mean, again, closure. we had a, yeah, kind of a closure thing, but hopefully, you get some therapy. For that that would be nice. You want to say, Luke? No, oh, I thought you were about to say no, no, no. But I agreed, and that was that was the after credit scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun stuff. I, I I dig a lot of the 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 role group plays in the. And the team, he plays this like support attack person, like support aggressive person. Yeah, you know, and uh, it works really well. Like, I I feel like they works they work so well together um, that almost everything is just like literally a nod. You know, mm-hmm. like hey, I'm just gonna like yeah, okay, you, that that means we're gonna do this. You know, like, and you don't almost have to communicate anything about that. Um, yeah, yeah, it just works well, and I actually, I'm not a, and I, I know for the ending, um, I'm not opposed to, which is funny because like I know people are very latched onto the these Guardians of the Galaxies, um, but at the same time, I'm just like, let's, this is like, if the Avengers change, right? Why not? Right, if the Avengers change, like you guys do know, this is going to change eventually, right? Yep. Like, like they're just, it's bound to happen. They have yeah. others, you know. Um. I like how we, at the very end, we understood Groot, like how we were supposed to, because we spent so much time with him. That's exactly the point of that scene. I <laughs> yeah. think a lot of people could miss that, though. I'm glad you caught I, it. No, I caught it. I was like, oh, okay. Now I know why. That was really tender, because that's like, it was like Gamora, you know, did yeah, it. He really said, I am Groot, but we heard 
what he actually meant. Yeah. Right. right? Mm-hmm. That's, that was great. That was a great yeah. little ending there. For right. I that 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 whole part though, the movie where the more just can't understand him. Yeah, it's fantastic, it's fantastic though. Yeah. Well, like, you guys are fucking with me, right? You guys yeah. are fucking with me, like he's like he's yeah, just Quill, saying he's Groot. Quill is that guy in the first movie, yeah, for like the first half of the yeah. movie, and now it's like they come back with that at the third and last movie. Yeah, she's very naive to a lot of things as well. Like he just mm-hmm. even as putting as comes up, she's very selfish, very naive, very similar to yeah, very uh, Reaver like, <laughs> really. Huh? Very, very yeah, yeah. but at yeah. the same time, well, which is very uh, Peter Quill like as well, right? Yeah, yeah, right. The, the first ones, so. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot to like in this movie. Um, yeah, although it was, it did feel a little draining also because it is two and a half hours, but it wasn't like yeah, it wasn't over like it was over. a good like last James Gunn movie, like his best. Marvel yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, my, for sure, in my opinion. And, uh, and I, I, I gotta give it up. to I'm Nebula. glad he didn't phone it in. I'm so glad he didn't. No, phone me, it. Like, yeah, me too. nothing. It's just, I, it feels. Like I gotta give. Movie. I gotta give it up to Nebula. I feel Nebula is the one that stepped up the most. Yeah. She and did. and I, my well, I mean, one of my she one got of hurt my, a lot. She should have been did. killed like thirty no, times. I, but, I, but I love that because she is that person, right? Right. Yeah. Um, but I, one of my favorite scenes is still with the like <laughs> they have like this like this quick moment of like do wait do are we gonna kiss kind of moment like <laughs> yes, um, yes and so. she's like please fucking no like no also uh, I meant to say she that for, first movie first Marvel movie that has the f word f bomb. Yes, that's right. I don't know what it was. I think it was Quill who said it, right? Huh? Wasn't it Quill who said it? Was it yeah, Quill? it was Quill who said it. Yeah. yeah, apparently he's been petitioning to be the first one to do it. Yeah. Nice. For a long time. I guess <laughs> Chris has enough juice to get that going, huh? Yeah, so uh, PG-13 movies allowed to drop one F-bomb. Yes. And this Finally is a I'll... hard PG-13 movie. <laughs> yeah, you're allowed to drop one. So Yeah. It's like Breaking Bad. They, they had one fuck per season. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why they use it on I Fuck Ted. <laughs> <laughs> season two or three or whatever it was great uh okay anything else on this pretty funny surprisingly satisfactory movie oh the it. the uh the stinger i didn't see there was there two because i only saw the first one i didn't see the, i didn't stick around for the second one was there uh, two? the second one all it said is um peter quill or is gonna or star lord is coming back right oh okay yeah oh. he'll be back yeah he says he'll be back in the whatever future Oh, not basically, a title. basically, no, they didn't say a title of the movie, okay. but they are a title of anything. It just said he's gonna come back. I was like, I, I thought we knew that. Maybe they thought that like, Chris Pratt wasn't gonna be doing anything else mm. with them. But I was like, no, like there's he's on Earth, like fucking the epicenter of everything happening. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. What talking about right. This is Marvel. Like, so. He's from Ohio, but it's not right. that far. Um, you're right. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to see what happens. Oh, I think he had like he was eating cereal, right? Was it, was that- Are you guys uh will you guys be happy if they make uh, I don't say more guardians specifically but have more guardians in movies without James Gunn involved at all? Are you guys will be happy with that or I I think I think having them included overall is going to be perfectly fine. Yeah. Um and I wouldn't mind seeing would you see about either like a mini series or something with them? Mm-hmm. I think that would work great especially with Rocket uh As a leader. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Because he's already the smart. Like, he kind of already felt the... You know, I didn't really realize how smart he was until this movie. Yeah, he felt like the leader already, especially in the first one. And even then, he said it. Like, I think they get an argument, like, well, hold on, I'm the leader. Like, no, I'm the leader. Like, I'm I'm obviously, like, more charismatic. He's like, yeah, but I'm smarter. Like, what's the big... Like, (laughs) again, I win here. In Infinity War, he portrays to be the leader to uh, Thor. 
And he's like, Thor's like, you must be obviously the leader. Well, you're really perceptive. I am the leader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. Very much so. Yeah. 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 They, they've been playing with this a lot. It's really well, well, really well uh, seated in from before. It's good. Very good yeah. stuff. I want to say one weird thing about the the singer, the first one in the post credits, the first post credit sequence, whatever they call it. Anyway. With the the new guardians. yeah, the new right, the new guardians guarding this village. Um, it's funny because they they spend all this time saving all these uh, furry animals, and they have to kill a whole slaughter of like a bunch <laughs> yeah. of furry animals. The irony. Yeah, I mean that's funny. Obviously, these are murderous animals, but still, you know, kind of right. funny. Not probably a good funny. Uh, you know, uh, kind of a weird just uh, contradiction there going on. Anyway, that's all. That's all I was gonna say. Um, and that is it for our review of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna review our second film, which is what. How to blow up a pipeline. How indeed. Stay with us. A crew of environmental activists plot a daring plan to disrupt an oil pipeline. Yeah, this, see? Right, exactly. This is how to blow up a pipeline, basically. Uh, directed by Daniel Goldhaber, or Goldhaber. Uh, writers, there's three writers. Uh, the Daniel. Uh, Ariella Bearer, who also plays, um, what's it called? Uh Shochi. Shochi, yep. And uh, Jordan's uh, Seoul, or Seoul, whatever, however you say that. Um, that being said, this is a, um, I, guess like, I guess, indie movie, right? I had yeah, heard. Hardcore indie. Yeah, I, I had heard it was a good movie. And um, my quick little thing, I thought it I thought it was. But Oscar, what did you think of this movie? <laughs> it's funny how you say your quick thing, but you're passing the buck off. I love this movie. This is a this is a, a home run for me, man. I uh, hold on, real it. quick, one second. Uh, get your what? notepad out, Luke, and let's find out why he loves this movie. Continue. Are you making fun of me or him? Mm, no, we're gonna add you to a database. Anyway, yeah. continue. <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's why you making fun of me. Um, that's why I asked. Anyway, uh, I love this movie. One, I mean, I, I've already blown up seven pipelines since I've seen this movie. So so useful. So now, got him, got him. Forget the anarchist cookbook. <laughs> I got this. Yeah. Uh, a lot of work, though, with those fucking... Lego fucking barrels, pipelines though. don't count, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I would never blow up my Legos. I'd rather blow up a real pipeline than my Legos. <laughs> me? You fucking kidding me? Anyway. I just did the T-Rex, by the way. Nice. Um, I should say Jurassic Park invading the T-Rex. Right, or whatever. Um... I really dug this movie. It's a very tense. It's it's a it's a natural, not natural, but it's like a very uh, simplified, but very pointedly, um, not bare bones, but like indie version of a really good heist movie. You know, it, it is a heist movie, but they're not stealing anything. They're, the yeah. heist is uh, blowing up a pipeline. It's literally mm-hmm. the fucking title. You cannot get away from this movie. What the <laughs> it's so obvious. Yeah. You know. And, I, wa- uh, I wonder what this movie is about. <laughs> the movie has a simple mechanic of, like, going back in uh, in some time, in some near near past, uh, to not just uh, show more of this crew they've assembled. They have an assembly of the crew, by the way, too. But they don't do, you son of a bitch, I'm in. They don't do that. <laughs> But like, you know, um, it's about, you know, and they, they have this back and forth of this history between each the characters. They get to them all and they purposely kind of leave a few until the end, you know, to see what they're about and how they get here, really how they got here and what leads them to be um, politically motivated 
uh, or personally motivated yeah. to do something like this. And, uh, you know, I saw this movie, and you know immediately what I saw right after? Can you guess, Luke? What? The East. Dude, I was thinking that I got the East I don't know why you didn't guess, <laughs> but yes, I, I, I don't got know. East vibes from it. Even though the movies are completely different. Never saw um, They're similar in the sense, like, it's about this group that also does action instead of just say, saying shit and just goes out and does environmental, political, like, v for espionage and shit. No, that's way more sci-fi and comic booky. But uh, but the East is like that if you're interested in watching. Yeah. Um, it is a solid movie. I, we watched it. It doesn't hold up as well as I think it did back then, but it's still pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, anyway, go back to this movie. How to Blow Up a Biplane is really good. It's really tense and dramatic, and I love the actors in it. I love where it goes. There is uh, actually some pretty good thing like curveballs that I had not see coming in the way they yeah. were doing it and of course just in this just like in the style of like these people live their lives and we're just watching some of it they know what the plan is before we get to them so they don't have to sit there and explain any shit oh, to you and it's great it's how the movie lets the movie. you unfold all these things yeah. as it's happening some things yeah. they have to say because of warnings or of dangers and potential stuff like that but really not much at all and the movie kind of lets you figure it out for yourself in the moment and it's really good like yeah, that. man, I uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna 100% agree with you with just about everything you said, uh, just about. But yeah, I I dug the fuck out of this movie. I was not disappointed at all, and I was like, man, the way the movie is just the, just the way the story is told is really really well done, and it, it's also kind of like even that is a little bit of a curveball in how they tell you the story, who they choose to give you a backstory at the yeah. time of the wedding. That's which is really cool because I got I kind of got annoyed because I was like, hold on, I feel like we, we I demand this person's backstory right now because this is like something's going on in the movie, you know? Right. And I was yeah. like, why would you go to that guy? <laughs> like, you know, like right. and I was like, what the fuck? And then we get it later, and I was like, oh, I see why you did that. Good job, movie. You made sense. Good job, movie. You, you did good, you know. You got me there. Yeah, Not very for much. You right, right, <laughs> very much so. And I was uh. Yeah, man, I just wasn't disappointed in this. You know, I already like heist movies as it is. And I was like, man, this fucking works. And uh, it's very, very uh, matter of fact, right? Matter of like everything that happens, happens. You, they, uh, None of it has to be explained to you. It's not talking down to anybody. It's uh, telling you what they're... Uh, the movie very, very blatantly tells you why this movie exists. You know, yeah. why these people are doing these things, why they, why, why, you know, well, how they feel. Well, then you get to how they feel and where they came from and why they're doing everything. But you know, you, you know, all the reasons for it, but you know, you know, this is what's going to happen. This is what their goal is. Um, and it's not, there's no question mark at the end, right? Of this movie, of the title of this movie. So we kind of know what's going to happen, right? Right. So that's, that's also great. A great thing about the movie. Um, but yeah, it was I, I ended up watching this in two parts, sadly, because I had to watch it uh, partially at work. But it actually worked and it worked out for me really well. And um, I actually told somebody, I was like, they're like, what are you watching? And I was like, the movie's called How to Blow Up the Pipeline. <laughs> and then the guy just looked at me like, I'm going to go over here now. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, that's No, that's- you know, it, it really, it kind of gives you, it instills this notion right away. You mentioned yeah. the title and you know what kind of movie you, it, like it really, it, it asks you, just to mention the title, it basically asks you to talk about the topic and be, have an opinion on it almost immediately. Right? Yeah, it, it reminds me, right, very much so. Yeah, it reminds me uh, a little bit of like Fight Club and the stuff that's going on, right? Uh, with all the things that they do. In Fight Club, and then without right, exactly, but with all any of it explaining or anybody in the background trying to figure out what's going on, but 
that the background is the movie who's actually telling us. So that's just you're getting this part, all the things that have to happen in between. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I just I just dug this movie. I just felt so simple, but at the same time, it was very enthralling. Um, and I just couldn't like. I was like, yes, like let me. It was one of those movies like I need to finish this. Like I want, let me come back to it, please. Like I need to I need to go finish this movie. Um, and it was uh, it did not it did not disappoint. So yes, I'm very right. uh, on the side of Oscar. Luke, go ahead and disappoint us. What did you think? Uh, so I literally I'm watched sure. this movie right before we started recording because you know, I had, you know how I know I, that I, I had you limited. asked me the two hours. I, know. I had to get the login yes, to watch <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, um, two hours before. I was like, this guy's cutting it close. So at first, I was just like, oh boy, let's see what these crunchy hippies are about to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I actually ended up really digging this movie. It was it, it's fantastic. Like, I got total the East vibes from it. Uh, it was just so good. Everyone had their own motives. Everyone had their own like little you know agendas and things that. But it made sense as to what what they're trying to do. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah, listen. The only thing is, why do they have to always look so crusty <laughs> and unshowered? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you something right now. The the set design for a couple of the things is like they found like, what do you? Where do these places exist? And I know they're everywhere, but it's just like that van, for example. Like, yeah. How does it have the perfect amount of rust on it that you feel like no? It one seems would like they're genuinely on site like, somewhere yeah, by just, a Texan pipeline. You know, it works like, so well, man. It's just like a lot of things are like, yeah, uh, we need to buy that right now. That's this is it right here. This is the scene. This is the, this is where we need to. Film. I'm telling you, most so of the need. budget went for the explosion. You know, and then that's it. Like the rest of it is just like general. Like that's mm-hmm. that's what they found on the road yeah. <laughs> on Route sixty six. Right. Honestly, yeah. like looking at the van, it's like yeah, I need a tetanus shot <laughs> just by looking at it. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. I can see that. One hundred percent. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's funny. Well, let's talk uh, politically. I mean, all uh, the explosives, not a single stick of deodorant. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> no, definitely not. So let's talk about this kind of like in the lens of what's going on here. Um, do we, it seems like we all buy, not buy, but we all empathize and understand their motives for doing this, right? Yeah. And now, does the movie adequately convince you that this action, whether or not it's right or wrong in your, in your eyes, um, will af- do some of the effect, if not the f- full effect of what they're hoping for? Doubt uh... it. They're hopeful, but I mean, some yes, but not the full effect. Okay, now yeah, but some in it are maybe even less than what they expect. But you know what? I mean, we are pretty so, jaded. So, We're pretty jaded people, though. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We are, but some is better than none. And You're still, right. And I, again, maybe it's percentage wise. You know, if they yeah. inspire point of a percentage of something, and that's good enough for them. That's good enough for them, I guess. Yeah, well, they have. They also have like an aftermath plan. They do. They well, do. Yeah, but we don't get to see. But. Um, uh, okay. Um, now, given all that, do we, beyond understanding and all that, what do we think of this political activism to, of this level? Is this, do you guys something you feel like it's required? You guys are pro, like, oil all the way to this level and more? Or how do you guys feel about this topic? Well, I feel if the American Empire is calling them terrorists, then they're doing something right, right? I'm kidding. Well, that's what, that's they what Michael said. says. You that's believe that? Yes. No, you know it's 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 a weird one. I'm I lean more towards uh, oh, what's her name uh, Alicia in the in the, in her mm-hmm. uh, in her and how she explains Jesus. Like you, there's other. 
it's hard, man. It's it's it's, it's a you're punching up or punching down or pun- you're punching up. Or you're trying to punch up to uh-huh. get out of there. To be honest with you, in the situation, but you know, never it never should lead to anything like this, in my opinion, to this extremity of something. So you call it, you say you're you're telling you so you're thinking that this is, this is an extreme. It is an extreme. No, for one hundred. No, no, I mean, that's an uh, unnecessary extreme. How about that? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I can see where they're coming from, though. Um, but yeah, yeah and they'll have different sides of it. We know. Yeah, I can see where they're coming from, also. But they're also very. Um, I feel like uh, they're very much like there's, and I'm uneducated in the subject as well, but. There's a lot of education that has to go into, like, to try to fix the problem. A lot of smart people have to figure this out, not just, and I'm sad to right. say is none of them are to that level, and neither am I. So. You can only build so many Teslas. <laughs> right. What about you, Luke? How do you feel? Ooh. Uh, uh, I may or may not be taking notes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, you should be taking notes on me. Uh, these kids, because uh, I, mean, I know, where honestly, <laughs> majority of these people are kids. Majority, yes, yeah, the college yeah. age, right? Except, Except for, for one. from one guy who lost his house, Dwayne, his Dwayne. whole land, yeah, yeah because of them wasn't trying his, to build his whole land or just part, portion. No, his whole, his whole land was taken took over. Everything they called yeah. it uh, eminent domain. Yeah, yeah. So that's fucked. Yeah, that that is fucked, and that's the one I felt for the most because that's yeah, because you can only do so much. Uh, you know, these kids they all have these you know ideas and they want to save idea. the world and everything like that. It, it's great, but I mean, so, but should that be dismissed? I mean, yeah, they have all these ideas because they're young, but also, what's they're not wrong in some ways. They're not wrong, but there's like in the beginning uh, when they're setting up the characters, how. They were talking about how it's going to take a. It's a process. It takes time. You have to. It's a step by step thing, and they want to just do it radically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they show right. those meetings. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So like, there's a there's a radical way that which they think is going to drive more results, or there's the more you know pro like the the more I would say political way, which like petition things and try to get people to stop doing things well, in get order to of it. You know, get coverage yeah. of what's actually happening with all these things how it affects us and posting it on bob talk yeah anything anything right and i think um yeah that's uh that's which is so she's what i feel like our so she's thing that she's trying to do normally to begin with right that's what she's learning how to do yeah um so yeah but it's interesting i don't know that's it's a it's a hard subject i'm not gonna lie but yeah it feels to me that um you know we're getting a lot of we have gotten a lot of uh, proof and um, discussions about how fucked we are, environmentally speaking, already. Like, I'm not saying it's too late, but it's too late. In many ways, it is too late on so many things, right? And there's a defeatism that goes with that, where I would easily say, not unlike what Rob just said a minute ago, but I'm not going to, like, cite you or tell you you're wrong, but, like, in the same way of, um, well, like, it takes all these people and motivation and skills and intellect that I don't have or power or money that I don't have. So what the fuck can I do about it? You know what I mean? It has that kind of defeatist I mean, nature to it. Well, what you Easy can do to go there. Well, yeah, yeah. Go I, I, I Myself agree. also. 
Well, I think what you can do is you can support them and, and make sure you're engaging in that platform. That's that, the, that's the, yeah. that's that's the bare minimum that you know the uh, the public can do. Because in the end, you're like, "Well, I have nothing. I don't do anything." Yeah, but you do. Everything has to do with money. You mm-hmm. give them money, of course. Like the, you need it, so you have to pay for it, right? Like oil. Yeah. In this in this in this example, but you know, um, but at the same time, like you you're allowed to give your time and effort and everything else into the platform that you choose to and you want to give more exposure to, right? That's just what you can do for something like that to support people who are actually trying to fight for that. That's what you, sh- as the public, should do if you believe in these things, right? Of yeah. Like, how can we fix these things? And if you don't, if by you not supporting it, you're basically saying you don't. You can say you are, but you don't. Right. You're not doing anything to support them. Well, I feel like very much like these, I mean, kids, yes, they're children in many ways, except for that one guy. Um, I feel like I support them. You know, like I would never, I can't, I can't, don't even know where to begin doing that. And I'm not going to do it, but like I would totally condone the effort and uh, kind of laud it as well. And even like try to tell others to more, yeah. more people. Like, and, and, you know, if this were to happen yesterday and I found out today, and like, would I go to people and tell them, like, hey, this is what these guys did. They're motivated. They did all this. Look at all this. Like, they were able to pull this off. Yeah. And they stopped this gigantic company for doing this. And in, in relation to the topic of the fact that we are in global warming, we are fucking up a lot of the planet for ourselves, not for the planet, but just for ourselves, yeah. and that uh, we're making things worse, and no one's stopping them whatsoever. Laws don't give a shit, which is true. And like, I feel like I can really easily get to these discussions right away and telling people, like, you should really watch this video. We should watch these people, what they did, or read this article, or because uh, I've done that already before. But like... Uh, in the extreme nature of what they're doing, I kind of can't say I tell, I'll never tell them to stop, I don't think, you know, yeah. is where I'm at, which is easy for me to say, of course, right. but also I've always, always felt this way, too. Um, you know, and I don't mind saying that. Put me on whatever watch this you want. And, and you know what? The movie does a great job of also, like, they. I feel like they 100%, you know, uh Dot their eyes and cross their T's on their plan, right? Yeah, like, we can't do this. We and gotta do still this. Fall apart along the way. So, yeah, they do. But you know wrong, what? Yeah. I think you got to get better straps, though. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Not used ones, yeah. or just thicker ones, or just more. Anyways, um, you uh, everything they, they the the planning is well planned, in my opinion. And of course, they're also the how they execute. They're the problem, man. You know, listen. Put that shit on your resume, buddy. Uh, Dude, Michael you can, is like you completely can, antisocial, but he knows his explosives. Uh, uh, right, right, right. <laughs> but like you can, you can, <laughs> you can one hundred percent put this on you. Like, uh, how do I solve? How do I, do, do, you know, uh, manage under pressure? And listen, they all did a really great job of managing under pressure, and how to still fulfill their goals and do everything that they needed to do. Yeah, and that's like that's a great resume skill, buddy. I'm just letting you know. It is hard to prove, though, unless you I mean, admit yourself that you did this. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that <laughs> if you can do it there, you can kind of right. do it anywhere. That's true. Um, <laughs> I'm good at problem solving. Yeah. Tell me about a time. Tell I'm me good at driving time. while broken leg. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, we're getting dangerous in there. You guys want to talk spoilers? We might as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So spoilers for how to blow up a pipeline starting right now. And it should be it said that up. spoilers will not include ex- exactly how to blow up a pipeline. Yeah, but it was up. a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Like, the yeah. way they have to hoist that fucking barrel up there to get... And that explosion was humongous. Was like, I thought, just like, oh, just put it next to it and... No. Yeah, you know, it's funny, yeah. I, and they, well, it must be really thick-ass steel. It must be, like, really fucking layers and shit. I, I mean, 
I imagine an actual oil pipeline to be actually much bigger, but I'm sure that thing can fucking shoot through a lot of yeah, fucking oil. Yeah, it, it's it doesn't go right. slow at all. In there. Yeah. yeah, for sure. The most the pressurized is all like, I mean, this is a billion billion dollar industry. You know, like I I, uh, I remember uh, thinking about it while watching the movie. Like Howard Hughes, right? The recluse billionaire guy who made all those movies, and yes, in the Aviator, um, he made his fortune just making drill bits. By the way, for oil companies, right? For oil industry, like that's how he made his fortune. Obviously, he bought many other things after that and all that, like you know, in airplane, air, air, airports and shit. But like, or TWA. But uh, like that's how you can make your entire. You can make billions or millions anyway, at, just on making the the drill bits, the front parts of them, you know, like there's so much, so many components to this insanely lucrative money-making industry. Right. And uh, that should tell you a lot about where this, where the, yeah, of course they would have insane pressurized systems and really the best kind of quality with, uh, with the, with these, uh, with the pipelines. Right. Uh, obviously it's still varying degrees cause they still want to pinch money every once in a while, which is why there's accidents. Yeah. But that's a different story. Um, I just have to get of Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, I, I thought also. Yeah, I thought of oil as well. Um, the book that it's based on, and um, yeah, it's. Uh, I it, the movie does a really good job of uh, pulling you into these characters' motivations and wanting them to succeed. That's my point. Did you guys want them to succeed? My point, I mean, my question. Obviously, you know my answer. If you don't want to say it out loud, you can nod your head. You can say no, also. No one's going to... Five people listen to the show. <laughs> like, what are you, what are you See, I wasn't sure if it was going to happen because of, like, the mole. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That was a good... Uh, that That's was part of the reason uh, why I wanted to get into spoilers. A little red herring for you? Did you like that one? That was great. I thought it was I great. didn't see it Once I saw the picture, I was like, oh! When she took the picture? Yeah. And I was like, wow, and you have a flip phone? Crazy. Like, what the fuck? Like, uh, old ass fucking razor. razor? That's crazy. You crusty Um, punks in your old phones. Hey, did I think it was going to happen? Yes, because of the name of the movie. Did you, the the boy, were you, um, were you wanting to happen? Did you want these characters to succeed? By the end, yes. Okay. Yeah, after you see like what they've been through, and like the reasoning, well, yes, and the, and the, yeah, and the main reason you want them to succeed is like they thought about the the whole thing, and especially like everything they did was to make sure no one ever got injured in the process. Everything they did, yeah, so they were bringing the yeah. people away. So poor, poor drone, the drone got injured, but that's about it. But like the drone, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like no, yeah. nobody, nobody, but well, they got injured themselves, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, but them, yeah. besides Someone's that, gonna have a sore foot tomorrow. <laughs> but besides that, I mean, they they did everything they needed to do to avoid that specific thing, mm-hmm. right? And uh, that's mission successful, in my opinion, one hundred percent. And because of that, that's like rooting for them. What I thought they didn't want to kill anybody. That's like the only way to do this, right? You have to be. You have to be as so aggressive um, pacifist if you can be as you can be. Right. So and then okay, so, but you guys still consider this to be uh, a radical thing, right? Because they're destroying property, right? Yes, yes, and they're causing the harm they're going to cause with the way that the, with what they're going to do, right? Okay. The instant harm, the instant 
reaction of what's going to happen. Right. Right. Okay. Right. And because you're just hoping for a potential. The thing is, the reality is, is the plan is you can go blow up a pipeline. What, what is your, I'd say, what are your, what are your next five, 10, 15, 20, 50 year plan of like how this continues? How is this? They actually bring that is, up in a way, right? And they the kind of do, right? They kind of Someone do. says something like that and they're like, well, like what, then what's the different? what's the point of letting these guys control everything if, if we're not going to do something, you know? Like it's either, I mean, they're doing a terrible job already. If we do right. nothing, they're going to keep doing a terrible job. Right. 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 Easy. But also if you do something, are, does that, does that mean anything's going to change? Well, 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 the answer, what they would say is better than doing nothing. I, but I do think that something will change. I just don't know what. Right. That's the thing. Right? Well, I don't know what. What changes. Right. The, they're they're I, confident I in what that is and how they're going to do it. Right. They are. But at the same time, like my, yeah. my thing is, how do you, how like, do you, how do you motivate that change? I mean, just like the oil company is confident in that they will choke hold points and raise the prices whenever they feel like to do whatever they want. Yeah. And however they want. And damn the the property, damn the people around, damn the environment, damn the animals they kill on the way. Damn, <laughs> yeah. damn all that shit. Damn it all to hell. And the same reason they're doing that, I'm saying that these kids are doing their thing, and they believe it in the same way. It's just like I find their reasoning and their motives to be much more relatable and understandable mm-hmm. and empathetic <laughs> than the other people. Yeah. You know, because it can be turned the other way already, because it has been the other way for decades now. Yeah. A hundred years, you know. I- um. And it's really, really dispiriting and disappointing in general. I, I agree, but at the same time, <clears throat> it's it's about the future. It's not about this is an immediate thing to change. You know, it's it's the same thing of this is the, the same issue. And this is where I, this is where I'll I'll argue the yeah. the case and very very getting very political here. And yeah. I, hate, I hate to do it, but I'm I'm going to. But that's the whole point of this movie. I know, I know, but um. It's essentially it's like when someone starts mass shooting people with an AR and everyone bans an AR, and what does that do? What does banning the AR do? Right? What does ban? I mean, just makes you get the uh, in that location. Okay, that just means gun sales go up everywhere at that location, and you get to do. All, I I don't understand. Like this is like you still have the issue. Like, I don't think that argument get applies to the pipeline. But what I'm saying is that but. The, the for the pipeline thing. What, what I'm saying is that the, the, nothing really is going to change if you don't have a plan to continue. The, you know what I'm saying? To, well, that's why the movie has that ending, right? Right. And I get that ending, but that's like, I guess, the spark, theoretically, right? But the yeah. thing is, there's no forethought for the goal afterwards, besides just letting that thing happen, right? Well, they can't possibly. They're not Avengers. They're not the, you know. I'm not Avengers, expecting right? them to be Avengers. Yeah. What I'm saying is that they're... It's an uphill battle. It's very so, grassroots, it, yes. It, it, right, but the thing is that, that that's the problem. It's just it's just the thing is there. that it's, it's, very, that it's very it's very also just like yeah, very narrow minded to see it, and that, that's where I'm bringing up the right. like, the gun thing. Just to it's, ban one thing is so narrow minded. It is. It is right. not enough for sure. Right. I, I'm with you on that. I that's the problem with this is that not that it like what is the value of immediate harsh right. change like this? Is the point is is that we needed that already. We should have been weaned off a long time ago to this point. Yeah. That's the point of this. That's why it's required to do that. It's never going to stop until it really completely blows up and dries off in the worst way possible. It's going to be way worse if we do nothing. It's going to be well, way worse. It, not for me, but for your kid. You know, in the future, like, it's going to be worse for that. You know, we're not doing it. 
And that's, I think, a, a larger part of the larger point that they're trying to do. And that's why that ending is the way it is. The grassroots uprising of a spark of other people taking action on their own, you know, to, to go forth in the same, and hopefully the same way. We don't kill people and shit like that. But like, you know, it's like a revolution. It's very fucking tough to pull that off, right? But like, and yeah, it's not gonna be. It's gonna be fucking messy. It's gonna be going all the crunchy shit. And it's gonna be very sweaty and tetanus shot and rusty. But not better, like literally than nothing, because there's no way to do it otherwise. I don't see how you can do it. Uh, I don't, well, no. Back to back to politics. Well, we've been. That's where we are. But like with the like the younger generation right now, with them reaching more of the age of voting, and then older generations, you know, ceasing to exist, there could be a huge. Di- <laughs> I mean, I, huge I, dynamic shift in that. Dying, yeah. There, there, no, a hundred percent. That is, that is. That's. I hate to say it, but a lot of it is the control is so much of the the fucking elder people that would keep voting these fucking dinosaurs in dinosaurs in. Yeah. Like they're fucking in their seventies. Why are they even eighties? You know, seventies. And I I was being like, you know, like it is like seventies and eighties. And you're like, why, why, why are we hiring this person for that, for that job, for a job of like presidency, for a job of a state senator, for a job of like, what are you doing? Like, how does that, how, how are they representing us? They're not, they're representing themselves. And their immediateness, very similar to what we want in our immediateness. The problem is a lot of it. Again, I get I get your point of view, and I get what it's saying, and I don't I don't disagree to a certain extent. But at the same time, it has to be more more than just this, because just doing this isn't enough. And I get that the point of the movie, or for the towards the end of it, is, but it's also just so minute. It's like it's like um, the fireflies in uh, the Last of Us. I mean, how far could these kids have gotten if they wanted to do? Something bigger than this. I'm not saying bigger explosion, mind you. Yeah. Like for like you know what I'm saying, like how far can they really go? Well, how far they nothing. could have really gone um, was well. They're uh, still going in a way. Right? I mean, the them. way they did it was so in a way prisons. where right, right. The way they did it was in a way to do it right. I guess in a weird it's kind way. of a sacrifice too. Right? It is, but well, at the same time, I feel like you <laughs> sacrifice like your your best weapon of like potentially growing to hopefully from you know to. To try to make a change in the environment, the, in the in the battle that is political, the political world, which is uh, Soshi. Yeah, Soshi, and well, the other—I mean, and what's the other one? Name? Theo, Theo. Yeah. I mean, like your main two get sacrificed for it. Yeah, who right. could potentially move your thing? For your, who could progress you guys further? Yeah, sucks. But that's those are the two you should have been treasuring. In my opinion, of course. But what do I know? I don't know. That's, I think, you know, that's probably, I mean, that's my point, I think, also, is that, is, uh, or that point of the thing is that it's, it's, I don't want to say a necessary sacrifice, but it's a sacrifice not just to them, but to what they're trying to do worth making because they are, they are just cogs. They are just kids. They are just newbies in this kind of thing right and they just want to start a thing right this is this is neo in the first movie telling you that this is just the beginning kind of thing right that's what politically speaking yeah. right, in the world setting and that's what they're trying to do and i think well the movie says that it succeeded and i think the movie wants you to think that it succeeded and the movie stipulating like if this happened for real would you believe they would succeed and that's where our point of views come into play right mm-hmm. but like and I, I would like to think so, yes, but I'm pretty fucking jaded as well, and I don't know for sure. 
But yeah. I rather much rather read about this than read not read about this ever happening. In, in the in the right in the some, not even like in, in the times that we are where we're more pro government than we've ever been, and Jesus fucking the nineties right, are more pro government than we've ever been. But yes. no, right now we are. I think, but um, maybe it's just it's great. In my opinion, it's just I don't know. I don't think it would go the way they would want it to go. Again, very, very, very cynical. Yes. Yeah, I mean, very. I, but sadly, that's the world I live in. Right, and right, and this is just a movie in the end, is, of course. Yeah. But it's also selling something. It is a hundred percent. Yeah. You know, and I don't think I right, think the movie is more right than wrong. Or I, I think say, that's I believe what, the movie is more right than wrong. I think the movie does a really good job of of giving you that. Uh, well, I already knew that before going into the movie, but like, so I, I'm helped by that, I guess. But yeah. like, I think the movie does that job to sell you that to sell you that 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 version of what you what you. Well, it, it sells it by giving you so many of these background stories that are yeah. probably based on very real stories going everywhere. Oh, definitely. Oh, and it feels like that a hundred percent. Yeah. And how is that allowable? How is that not infuriate people? How is that not, you know, emasculate them? How is that not destroy lives? How is that not cool? Because it doesn't happen to them. Of course it happens. No, of course it happens to no, real no. people. It happens to real people, but it doesn't happen to the people that... Well, yeah. That that's, what, that's what it really is. It doesn't happen to the other people that... Then how is it not relatable to see this kind of action happening? Again, it's a lot of that. Right, they'll just go blow up some yachts and some fancy cars did you guys read that by the way did you guys pause to watch i I paused a bit of it yeah i read the whole thing yeah sort of i didn't read the first one because it started off with that right uh yeah it was the very first i didn't i didn't read that first scene i read i read the last it was the same i think it was the same well i think specifically because it's the second one specifically was said something about this their super yacht yeah, it says your yacht is. Yeah, it specifically mentions the yacht. Like we're fucking up your yacht for a reason, yeah. <laughs> and which is like okay, I, I guess that's a way to look at it, you know. But yeah, I mean, there are many, 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 many problems going on, and, uh, and pipe oil is just one of them. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, one of many. I'll tell you like, right now: the start, amount of right? shit it takes to make an electric car is a lot worse than it does. <laughs> <laughs> for the batteries, well, it's crazy. well, I would say yes. And you know, on one hand, yes. On one hand, uh, <laughs> we've had a hundred plus years of working this one industry to perfection, where we make it look easy now, and crippling other industries like the rail industry in the United States, as to come to Europe, get everywhere on like the yes. rail. Yeah, on yeah. the rail. Yeah. I think like well, New the York was the president sh- that wanted the highway system. Don't get me wrong; the highway system was phenomenal. But yeah, who's the president that wanted Eisenhower? That? but I think oh, the distance between New York and Chicago is the distance between like two very major cities in like China and they have like a high speed rail for it and it does that thing in like a couple hours but no in the US we, we can't do that we just have to you want to go from New York to Chicago you got to keep you got to fly or you you can take a train there. It'll take you like twenty four hours to get there. Yeah, right. That's that's, yeah. that's the problem. <laughs> right, of course. That is a hundred percent the problem. I agree one hundred percent with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, no, uh, and, and I agree with you. Like, I think the, I think that's what the movie does a really good job in. You want to hear? Does, yeah, it does spark all these things, right? And it makes you think, and it makes you wonder, and it makes you. Oh, it's me angry. It's really what I did. Um, angry all over again. Um, 
You know, one of the, the very uh, big disparaging uh, parts of my childhood in the 90s um, is going from believing I'm in the, I don't want to say the best country, but number one country in all these different things, right? Feeling like that to knowing now and realizing fully, of course, not just knowing, but realizing back then that I was wrong in so many ways, but fully understanding that as time has gone on, now that we're in the 2020s, is that we're like not, not number one in anything good. Oh. anymore no not anymore a bit it's been a minute you know not even in art forms really i mean we, we, we're, we're probably, number one in military spending that's not a good thing i said <laughs> i got that one gave me started but um the movie got me started actually um and that's a very that's a very like it's not it's not it doesn't fill me with anger it just, it just makes me sad you know yeah. it's just like it's just a saddening feeling have you seen uh was it is it John Stewart? I think John Stewart had a uh, mm. he he breaks it down to somebody who someone's like, well, we're number one. And he's like, no, we're not number one. And like he broke it like we haven't been number one in anything in a while. And I know that's there's also that a famous. famous uh, scene there's that famous the scene newsroom. in the newsroom, right? Yeah, I know, I know, I know that yeah. scene too. But no, uh, the, John Stewart does something that's way more current than the newsroom. Also, yeah. in his show, he's got a show I think on Apple TV. Yes, and, it does. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I see clips of it. And uh, one of the clips came out like he's like, yeah, like the. the the numbers are very despairing where we are. He's like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> we do a great job of spending money. <laughs> and right. I was like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So many so many weird things going for weird reasons. Um, a lot of them bad. Uh, so beyond, let's be honest, let's go back to the movie here. Um, I really love that twist, though, how they use the FBI to to kind of put a, a bow on their plan, a bow on their on their whole strategy. And use them to to do all this, not just to have that final loop. I was wondering what the third blasting cap was for the whole time. And I was like, that was great how they used it for the safe house that they were in, if you want to call that a house. Um, and I love safe how, home. Safe home. Yeah. <laughs> and the and the uh, and the girl not being a traitor in the end. And I was like, when when her boyfriend got shot, which that couple was annoying, by the way, because the whole time they were like wasting time and all that shit. Um, and when he gets shot. And then, then he's, she's walking in the back, like, and she's trying to hide from the camera and going all the way back. Like, why are they doing all this? And it makes sense, of course, after the fact, because they're like, it was just her and, like, it was just these two that did it, supposedly. Right. Um, yeah. I know that. And he was, was on like, a supposed bender. I suppose bender, right. Exactly. They couldn't put him on camera and have him arrested or anything. So that was really good. That was, I thought that was really, that was a curveball I didn't see coming the way that. Yeah. If you also notice, no one else had a phone ever. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. No one else had a phone. They wore the same clothes the whole time. I think. Right. And uh, she didn't like super dry too hard to hide her phone. So clearly they all knew about. It. It's my point. They all knew about it. Well, yeah. no, the and, first time uh, she had it was like underneath like the blanket or when they were sleeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did seem like she was hiding it the first time. But like, as, then as as it progressed, she was like being kind of kind of cavalier. Around. Yeah, very cavalier about it. I agree. Yeah, you know, it just makes sense. Um, that was really cool. I liked the movie a lot. So it was a lot of fun. Um, anything else on how to blow up a pipeline? Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Mm. Good conversation starter. Makes me wonder for a better world, yes. Yeah, well, well, Um, makes you wonder something. Yes. Well, Oscar, I hope you register and you go out and vote. Yeah, yeah. One day. All right, so, um... (laughs) Yes. Preach about the solution. But don't contribute to it. Got it. Yeah, that's so funny you say that. Don't get me start on this. We'll talk off air. <laughs> you're way wrong in so many ways. 
we're gonna take a break. When we come back, though, we're gonna review our last movie, which is uh, what again? I actually forgot. The good uh, yeah, my twentieth year. Uh, On what? Twentieth for the marathon pick. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Marathon pick. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, the good thief. Thank you, the good thief. That's what you said. Okay. All right. So stay with us. An aging gambler on a losing streak attempts to rob a casino in Monte Carlo, but someone's already tipped off the cops before he even makes a move. <laughs> That's not bad. Uh, I like the synopsis. Yeah. This yeah. is 2003 is a good thief, even though it says 2002 everywhere. I was just about to tell you, Rob, this says 2002. Released what the, what the... April 23rd, 2003. Suck a fat one. Okay. April 25th. I believe you. Anyways, this is a movie directed by Neil Jordan. Neil Jordan, have, let's see if you guys have, uh, we've talked about uh, on this podcast at least one other, well, one other movie only that I know about. And that's uh, Greta. Do you remember Greta? I do. I wasn't there for that one. Right, because you suck. This is a great movie. Greta was fun. I liked it. Uh, he also directed Marlo, but I haven't seen that one. Anyone else? I always saw it. Look and I saw it. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. So now, what about his other movies? He's made a lot of kind of popular. He has right, and I was gonna, I mean, let me go back to his other movies. All right, mm-hmm. he uh, first movie was Angel. Cool. Don't know that one exactly. Um, so we're gonna go to one he does. We do know, which is probably his big movie coming up ever after in '92, The Crying Game. The Crying Game. Yeah, it's by far his most acclaimed movie. It was nominated for all would, these awards. I would say his most acclaimed movie also. And then right, for a lot of audiences. right after that, he did an interview with the vampire. Yeah, which the is vampire. my personal big one. Which, did they add the Vampire Chronicles to it, or was that always on there? I, I've i never seen the Vampire Chronicles until like more recently. I think. Oh, it's new. It's definitely not from the, from the era. No. Okay, cool. Anyway. If you watch the movie, it just says interview with the vampire. It doesn't say anything about it. Now it says the Vampire Chronicles on there. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, that's what I'm reading on this right now. I agree. Um, oh, the Brave one. I remember that. A good movie. He, he did Michael Collins. I could have sworn I've seen that, but I don't think so. The movie he uh, did called Michael Collins? Yeah, Michael Collins. Yeah, yeah. Don't know. Uh, but then afterwards, really, there's nothing. I've never seen anything else. Uh, Butcher Boy in Dreams of the Video Fair. But then in Dreams? You've never seen In Dreams? I don't think I've seen In Dreams. Though. Oh, man. Robert uh, Johnny Jr., I think, it's in that, and he plays like a mental patient. It's pretty crazy. I have not seen that, though. Um, then he did in 2002, or 2002, according to this, but 2003, uh, The Good Thief. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did Byzantium after that, right? Yes. yes. I love Byzantium. Watch it, guys. I never saw Byzantium. So it starts uh, Shorshi Ronan, I think. Yeah. Pretty good movie. So overall, I think we like this director. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Sure. Also, he's like, uh, I mean, I mean, talk, again, let's go back to the crying game a little bit. We had never seen that before, you know, oh, in America, cinema, no. especially, especially yeah. um, in France, probably. But in uh, in cinema, no, we never saw the <laughs> the iconic like think about transgender right rights and all that is going on today. '92 is when this uh, was happening with this particular movie yeah. and this particular subset and plot. Which is kind of violent and very espionage involves the IRA, I think, and all this shit. But uh, the fact that he's telling this story to this um, trans woman, and no one in the audience knew about it back then. Like nobody, nobody knew until they knew. You know, yeah. it's like a big weird moment uh, for a lot of people. That a lot of people had their hats hand their hats on. I don't know why. I mean, now it's like considered to be whatever, right? Which is good. It's a good. It's a good progress thing. But just saying, it's a weird time back then. Uh, but yeah, I love that interview with the vampire. There's a lot of like 
he has a lot of that uh, gender fluidity in his films, either in the looks or in the way they act, uh, either female or male, and the way they uh, interact with each other and the way people or see them in his own movies. It's very different. And this and the good thief is no different from that. It does that too. Um, I don't mean just Philippa here, but I mean in other ways. <laughs> yeah, well. yeah. Um, yeah, I I love his I love his style. I love how he puts that in his movies. Mm-hmm. I love how he is um, kind of like the Wachowskis, blending in a way a sense of this gender identity price <laughs> or nonsense that we have in our culture. Uh, the Wachowskis are very famous for doing that. I mean, yeah, you, think about, I you think about Switch, right from the Matrix. Um, you know, originally they were going to have her be. Uh, a male in the matrix and be switched to female in the real world like that was how she saw herself but they they couldn't get the green light for that bit but either way a lot of their movies have that yeah. and they themselves are trans women now um i think that neil jordan and the wachowskis are the real the big the biggest two filmmakers I would say uh, so. doing this kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah. anyway so i saw the good thief first before i saw the crying game so this is my first interaction before of seeing uh like uh, the transgender, in, mm-hmm. in like a, a what I consider a bigger movie. Um, that being said, yeah, I I did not see this in two thousand three, so it's a little bit after. Mm-hmm. I can't remember when, but I remember watching this movie. And I think I, me and you stumbled upon it, Oscar. I think our dad bought it for us. I, it might have been. To I be honest, he didn't happened. know what was going on. But also, our dad is very much a <laughs> this type of movie kind of person. He likes to he likes the the what's it called the, the heist or the no he likes the heist movies yeah. Yeah, he's always like heist movies. Um, that's something that we probably get from him. Go figure, right? That's something that we're all in common, at least in my in our family, Oscar. Yeah, me too. Um, and uh, I gotta say, Nick Nolte, I thought he did a great job, but I had a problem, and I I brought this up into our group chat and to I think or was it group chat? Did I put it in the group chat or did I put it in individually? It, I had a problem understanding this movie without subtitles. Oh my god, yes, especially in the beginning, I was like. Is my, vo- is my volume too low? Hmm. Is he just that mushy and talking? Are they speaking French right now? It was literally, I don't know. And then I was like, sweet baby Jesus, let me fix these subtitles. <laughs> and then I finally... I sent that, it. though. Huh? I sent the subtitle, right? I think you did, but I I- when I uploaded it on uh, when I uploaded it on my uh, on Plex, it didn't, it didn't go through. Plex. Yeah, I use a service because okay. uh, I just save it on my on my computer that I, I can stream it anywhere uh, to my phone. Uh, I use VLC, yes. Huh. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, and I was like, but they have their own subtitles. I just mm-hmm. had to rename the file to the Good Thief, not the Good Thief Neil Jordan. This whole title that it wasn't finding the subtitles for. Oh, okay. And once I did that, I was like, oh, it was a long one. It was annoying. Besides the point, uh, fixed it, got it. So, uh, the movie has a very distinctive style with its audio. Which I get, it's weird. I'm surprised how we managed to see it in VHS with uh, regular closed captioning, which obviously must have missed so many things. But we caught it, and it was fine. I, I just got used to it, I guess, or something. Or you know what? The, and that's the, what it every is. dialogue, nearly every piece of dialogue we we are hearing is eighty yard. Is that right? Yeah, you could tell right away. Uh, well, not right away. Maybe I could tell right away, but it's easy to tell once you see it. And like it's ADR all of it. It's like most of it, ninety percent or something. ADR, like, what do you mean? Uh, uh, the, in the sound booth, they recorded their voice. Too. Oh yeah, it's not them. On it, 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 it was like dubbed. Yes, it's yeah, exactly dubbed over. Thank you, uh, dubbed over. Maybe that's easier to say. Um, yeah, I, I thought that might be the case because sometimes it just didn't add. It didn't feel right. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, it's a style. 
And it's, it, the whole movie's like that. I feel I got used to it pretty fast, and it didn't bother me. But uh, but I can see how it would be annoying or hard to hear some of that shit. I mean, it's not as bad as Tenet. Tenet is way worse, in my opinion. And they don't even speak different languages. No. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that one makes no fucking sense to me. I need subtitles for that movie. Yeah. Um, not to say that it's amazingly clear either. So it's not her either. Her is like perfectly right. We think of but it, it was one of those things where I just felt like I needed to get maybe just used to it. Hmm, maybe. It was one of those. Yeah, maybe, maybe it hmm. was. But um, uh, yeah. That being okay. said, I so, has uh, I I dig this cast by the way. Also, Ralph finds it in it, but he's completely really... forgot he was there as Tony Angel. Completely forgot him. Yeah, but he's also uncredited. He actually comes up as a uh, art. <laughs> uh, Art. He comes up as the Inf- art expert. He's the art, art expert, expert in the movie. He's not actually casted as like a casting role. He's yeah. like the art expert. Wow. In air quotes. Interesting. Well, it's just two least. scenes, but still, though. It's Ralph yeah, Fiennes. two scenes. It's Ralph Fiennes. That's what I was saying, right? It was like no joke until, I mean, he was known in 2002, right? Yeah, he was. Like, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. weird. That I, I love Roger in this movie also, which is, I can't say his name, but it's Chucky Cario. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um... Kiss, I mean, let's just Nikita, the Patriot, the core, Kiss the Dragon, to say it to, among the least. He's got 137 acting credits. This guy's done everything. I mean, there's a lot of stuff, you know, that yeah, I he's done tons of things. A bad guy, good guy, he does a lot of things. <laughs> I know, I, lo- I love him a lot, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that, and obviously Nick Nolte, which I think we already had mentioned. But uh, also, what's his name? Uh, Saeed uh, Tagmoy. Tagmoy, yeah. I think. Yeah, 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 Paolo, who plays Paolo. Yep. Great. Yeah. Pretty, yeah, I've known him in many things, too. Yeah, younger role, obviously. You know, 2003. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking at it. He's uncredited. It's so weird. It's just so it's so trippy. I looked it up. But this is a, uh, what did you guys think of the movie, how the way it's shot? So, obviously, I mean, real quick, I mean, and obviously, we're already in spoilers and all this shit. So, um, oh, yeah, right. I, Jimmy said, uh, we are spoiling uh, this movie from the get-go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, kind of did a little marathon bit. Marathon pick, yeah. Yes, yeah, marathon. It's an old movie. We'll watch it now. It's an old, yeah, yeah, old movie. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I like I said, I, I I picked this movie because I think it's just of the type of movie I like, um, and I just remember making a lasting impression to me. And I remember just this is more movies like I've just referenced throughout my years of life, you know, mm-hmm. throughout the, like the last twenty years I've been referencing this movie. Like it's just like every so often I'm like, oh, good thief or this is that in this scene, you know, and it's just like it's like a very impressionable movie that's left on me. That's why I picked it, and I remember it being a really good movie as well. Um, and I was wondering why it's a really good movie. And also takes uh, some reading into it, right? It takes some, uh, it's a French New Wave style of movies. Yeah. Um, if you know what French New Wave is, that's like from the late 50s to 60s um, style. Because you noticed, um, if you notice in the movie, it kind of does these cuts, right? And you feel are wrong. That you don't feel are right or they stop. I, all of I remember watching this movie last last week and I was like, Luke is going to hate these weird yeah. <laughs> well, no, uh, It's very noticeable. And I was like, it's it, weird. It's cut. Right. But also like there's movies that, there's Right. There's there's also scenes They're much faster. faster than that other movie you had a problem with. Yeah. I forget what movie that was. Though. <laughs> what is that movie? You know, I feel like we just go back in our catalog. And right. See it. But besides that point, I actually, once you, once you realize that's the style he's going for, and because you kind of like the first time you're like, that beer is that the movie? You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's yeah. one of those things, right? And then you're like, okay, that's the movie, and you're like, okay, I get it, but that's fine. It's like the style that they're going for, and they're emphasizing like a point or a joke or at the end of a scene. Very and much so. And done, it's like, you know? okay, but it's fine, and it's it's nicely done where they don't have to say anything extra, they don't have to mention anything. I get it. It works. It works overall for what they're doing. 
uh, you know, those ones. Oh, I remember guys. what it was. The Grandmaster. That was just how it was. <laughs> it was, it was, it was that. that was the movie. Okay, that was the movie. Yeah, no, yeah, it was. Yeah, I thought about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this one, after I was just like, I think like fifteen minutes in, I was like, literally looked at the time. I was like, this is how this movie's gonna be. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right, it's the French or whatever. Yeah, that's what you have to see it as. And then like know? sometimes like the weird angles, or you're just like, mm-hmm. it feels like you. It's kind of like sneaky how the camera is. Like you're not supposed to be seeing some of this because you're looking at it from like a weird angle. Like I, I, they don't I, I, know you're there. And I was right. And I, and I was gonna say I was gonna mention that there is a, a lot of those scenes where even the the, the seat is just like tilted. Like the the way we're a lot of Dutch it, angles. Okay. A mm. lot of there's a lot of like those little things that you're watching it from. You're like that's the perspective that as if I was. There as a voyeur, as another person, as another dancer in that club, as another bar patron, as another drug addict or gambler. And I I dig that. I dig that it's so different, right? And you can notice it's just a difference in it, even though you're seeing these actors. We even see a spider POV. We do (laughs) many times, right? As Filippo would hate us for it, but yeah, Yeah. or hate it for it. Not us, but um. I just I dig that a lot, and I dig the whole like uh, what do you what, uh, well I dig the whole like how the twist works and what they worked for it right, and it is almost like this weird of energy you put out. Eventually, you're just you're going to be so down on luck that eventually your luck's about to change, right? Which is kind of what happens towards the end of the at the not kind of it is what happens at the end of the movie uh, for uh, Nick Nolte's character Bob, which also Bob plays this like super charismatic person. No one hates Bob. Even the fucking cop likes Bob. Like, well, the like, cop says, like, everyone likes Bob. Of course everyone likes Bob. That's the fucking problem. Yeah, that is the problem, right? <laughs> and, and it's very French of that, too, right? It's like, yeah. uh, you know, so it's just, uh, I was going to say. Super friend, the guy you're after. Yeah. Pantherish, right? Yeah. Uh, with Caruso and all this stuff. But it is very much like where you, yeah, you are befriended this guy, but you have to stay close to him because he's, he's that shifty, right? Or not shifty, but he's that, um. Uh, I guess elusive in his uh, his actions, um, and there's there's seeds there's these uh, what's it called also like one of the key seeds for me is when he just goes like hey I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking go through this and I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, just detox myself. Oh man, brutal! And you're like that's brutal, and that's like also I think one of the one of the first or fewer movies, the first first love movies that I've seen when I watched this movie when it came out. Um, it's going like, oh, this man just literally went through the ringer, barely begging it alive, look like, right? Because uh, he is also older, and he's like, just to 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 make sure he's ready for what he has to do. This movie made me look for ice cream, a lot of ice cream in people's fridges to see if they have a heroin addiction. <laughs> I never I thought of that. I can assure you, I do not have a heroin addiction. I know I you don't. Love ice he's cream. Just, he's just, just fat. Square. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of cool things that are just impressionable on me. That left a lot of impressions on me, uh, and for the time that I watched it, and I still remember a lot of it. I was like, "Yeah, this is what's going to happen." I remember this, and uh, so yeah, go ahead. I feel like I've never seen this movie, but the ending, like I was like, I was like, I think I know how it was going to end. So, I don't know. I don't well, see how you can see the ending coming. I, I don't see how, but maybe, maybe. Yeah, like was it ever spoofed in like another movie? Like, no, was it like, like a plot to like an oceans thing? No, or? no, no. no, no. So. Although they do reveal what's going to happen, very just so 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 little. Like, hey, this is what this is the actual plan of what we're going to do. You know, they say it. He says it to her face. What he's going to do? 
we're gonna. Yeah. This is the plan. The plan is. Well, there's three things really with yeah, the ending know, of this so movie. Good. There's so three good. things. It's a it's a beautiful way to do it because it's Bring so it down. it's unrealistic, but it's really really awesome. Is that the main original plan was to steal the paintings from the safe right away from the casino? Correct. The secondary plan from the twins that they got late in the game or on the second third actor is that they were going to steal from the safe directly the eighty million francs that nobody thought was possible anyway. Which is like that's a great. They're like. Why did we think of that? <laughs> yeah, right. But the the twin thing was very original to yes. them, and um, they were going to go with that until fucking Paulo kills Said. Right. That's bec- that that leads them to go to them and like, okay, I'll I'll help you with the with the heist with their with their bank robbery. And meanwhile, what's really going on is that in many ways, Bob is transferring his bad luck to the heist that he put all his effort in. And has kind of like either tricked Lady Luck or has to turn away so we can get lucky and literally bet the house down. Yeah. And that's like the third, really the old curveball of the film. And the whole point of it is that his luck is, is gone. Yeah. Uh, and even though he's the same confident, charming Bob, and he, right. Yeah, he realizes this when he, he wins that big time early right. on. And Anne is like, you broke your streak, Bob, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 very much so. And it's because he's kind of been getting shot on the whole time. Yeah, he can barely, he, the guy can barely go anywhere without fucking having somebody on him. You yeah. know, and right. it is like he's just going through bad luck. He sped, he went to the, it wasn't an OTV because he was actually on the track, but uh, he was, you know, he was betting on the horses. He's like, I own horses. Like, oh, okay, yeah, you should, I'm sure you do, you know. He went to the horses, lost all his money, and then he gets this thing, and you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, I gotta go do all this. And it's literally like just a mess. Everything can go wrong. Everything that goes wrong can go wrong. All of these extra things. And I always thought, I never thought it was because he killed them, they were gonna go with the plan. I think that was orig- originally part of the plan. They were already gonna have him go do that. Although the movie does make you believe like it's not. So, you're talking about what, Saeed and For Paulo, for Paulo. Yeah. No, I don't think so. He said to check up on him a few days after, but they never get to it because of what uh, what um, Paolo does, but also because of what they fear Anne has said. Um, they are they are afraid. Anne, yeah. you know, suddenly goes back into uh, Bob's circle, right? Because he kind of drops her off and like yeah. tries to forget her while she while he plans and does his heist, and um, because he's just trying to help her. He's not. A, I like how he's very not creepy at all about it. Whatsoever, he's like just trying to help. Genuinely her. nice guy. Yeah, yeah. I, well, that's the, that's the reason why you love Bob. You even fall in love with Bob. That you, just, yeah, I do, and nice that's why Anne like does fall in love with him. Yeah. You know, by the end of the film, I would say, and before the end too. And teases the fuck out of him while he's detoxing. Oh my god, poor guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'll do anything. Maybe there. Like, like, would you don't fuck do it? Yeah, if, like, she's if only seventeen. What wants. Right. Yeah. It's probably different the laws, but either way, yes. Yeah. I don't know how it works there. Uh, or work their past tense, because this is also an old movie now. Yeah. Um, 20 years ago, guys. Um, I also love how it's uh, true. A lot of this part of this movie is true to life, too. Uh, Nick Nolte, super famous for being a raging alcoholic. <laughs> um, he was going through a much of it. And also other drugs, too. You guys remember the mug shots, right? Yep, I do. I mean, this guy went through some shit. F- FYI, much- he did try heroin for this movie. Don't doubt it. Don't think he's that kind of guy. He's that kind of guy. He is sure. that kind of guy. Yeah. I'm saying this is his era the, of like method acting. 
<laughs> right, <laughs> right. No, this is the era of him like trying to come back from his like long stint of his short stint of jail and his divorces and his alcoholism. He was essentially, I need money. I'm still an actor. Yeah, but it was a great pick for him because of, and it touches a lot on these problems that he would understand as a as an act as a person. You know, I agree. 100%. Going into it, I think yeah. it's a really good choice casting wise to give him this shot too. You know, it's like giving Mickey Rock a shot in The Wrestler, right? Yeah. After all his shit, you know? And, like, a lot of this stuff happens everywhere, of course, but for many varying degrees. But in, the, in their cases, and uh, Nick Nolte and Rourke, uh, you know, they brought it on themselves a lot and their own problems, you know? It was on them, you know? It's not like Brendan Fraser where, like, it wasn't his fault that he was locked up. Um, and, the, and their comeback is really well rewarded. <laughs> Academy right? Award winning. Yeah, I mean, after this, really, he gets. Uh, I'll say something right now. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's controversial, but he gets the first Hulk movie. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He gets Hotel Rwanda. Great movie. Yes. Fun movie. Uh, not fun at all. I'm kidding. It's not fun at all. Uh, well, he does some voice acting and stuff. He does Paris Jatami. Oh, Jatami. Uh, yeah, that's the uh, the Paris I Love You movie. The the short stories. Like yeah. 20, 30 short stories by these awesome directors. He's I don't think I've ever seen that one. I haven't either. Show it to your girlfriend. She'll love you. Uh, he does Tropic Thunder. Great. Never seen that. <laughs> but that's, you have to watch that. I mean, but he I does, like, in the I 2000s, wanted. like, in the next four years, he does yeah, yeah. some decent go- And then work. he was in Warrior. Remember, he played the father. He does play drunk, Warrior. Yeah, drunk, I, I, I was, that gets in 2011, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, he's really old now, but yeah, I think, I mean... No, but it do, it do, it is that like I am coming back. I'm coming back. Yeah, I forgot the movie he made with uh, the guy who wrote Taxi Driver. Uh, Absolution, I think it's called. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, but uh, what do you think of the heist elements um, itself? Like they do band the crew, they do the whole thing. They find, they got a technician, they got a way in, right? With yeah. the security um, I, I dug it. I dug the, the fact land. that it's so like. It's a little Mission Impossible ish mm-hmm. slash um, 007 with the gadgets of like I have this small camera to take a picture a with beetle. the lighter. Yeah, yeah the I'm beetle. Not. He well, and it's funny. It's, it's great the use of like of uh, the English. You know the what's it called the lost in translation kind of words, right? I love that. So much. I, I love it, and it works out. Really like, oh, it well. gets emotional. What's emotional? Kind of fuzzy. Oh, emotional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like, yeah. Emotional. I, I understand. What I use that, now, by the yeah. way, in my daily routine. Right, yeah. and it's and it was funny, and it works once you understand what they're saying, and it works. It's very much like yeah. okay, yeah, I understand exactly what you're saying. That word can be used for this. Yes, very much yeah. so. Right. Um, and it, little things like that. I actually, I like how it isn't as it isn't as pronounced as other movies, like an Ocean's movie, where they're like we got to get this specific guy for this thing, and they make a big deal of it. Right. I think it's uh the pieces <laughs> that kind of fit together. They already had most of the crew. Right. He's the mastermind. Actually, he's the one who got to get sold on it, right? Yeah. The guy found the plan. I need you to be the. I need you to be the mastermind on it. Like, why? Because well, listen, that's what you do. Okay, I guess you know, yeah. kind of style. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's very much like Raul got, gets him into the gig, right? Um, yeah. After seeing him go way down, losing. Yeah, Raul got the Raul's the connect. Yeah, listen, I have the end. I already it's have very, the end. Very much like a movie. Raul is like the producer finds a director, which is uh-huh. uh, Nick Nolte, to yeah. make the masterpiece. Like very, figure this very, out, man. Very much so. for me. It's yeah. very much like that. A little meta in there. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a, just a really fun movie. And the thing is that a lot of you know, when you think of an oceans movie or other that kind of type of movie where it's more more not glitz and glamour, but glitz and glamour. Let's face it, it's yeah. a little more polished. 
uh, and bigger stars, of course, is that the problem with that, not the biggest problem, is that they have less room for their own personal development. This movie is really a lot of personal development in addition to the heist. Yeah. And along the way, due to the heist, uh, it is uh, Powell's mistake. It is Anne's fortitude and losslessness, listlessness, really, in, in her world, in her placement. She's lost completely. It is Bob's, like, trying to not just kick, well, succeedingly kick heroin for a bit, but, like, trying to get his life back together is part of like, it all fuels the the heist itself and fuels his luck at the end which is so much fun to have it is like a supernatural element yeah. <laughs> I, I love that uh, that uh, Philippa confides in Paolo and Paolo fucks up he's like god damn yeah, it where she's the like, fuck is Paolo she's yeah. like fuck so the one guy I fucking confided in <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah funny yeah stay away from men don't trust him um, that's the whole point yeah yeah, it's uh, it's really good, and I I really love Bob's and Roger's relationship. It's so, it's just all one like things. You don't see that in this country or in movies in this country. Oh, really, yeah, it must it was, be so bizarre to put that here. I'm not saying it never existed, but like, it must, it's just so much harder to sell it here, and it just seems so. And that, it's, yes, Bob is super charming and all that, and that's a good reason why they would be friends. But like, he you could see Roger empathizes with him as well, and like wants him to he wants to catch him before he does it so he doesn't have to arrest him like, i yeah. feel like that's a whole part of it you, you know what's funny it's kind of you know? it's a very similar and it's a very similar uh, relationship to from the transporter right oh yeah that, that's, a, yeah. that's a good one another uh, uh in the um it's um european filmmaker by the way another yeah uh, louis Lettier or Le- uh, Leterrier. Leterrier. he's doing the fast 10 movie by the way is he mm-hmm. fast x mm-hmm. fast, fast on your seatbelts mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, what else? Uh, look, you want sorry, we've been staming you out of the conversation. Anything you want to add or say? Mm. Can't really think of much of this movie. I mean, aside from you know, just being like kind of a typical heist movie, it just had some really weird, you know, characters more eccentric than like your oceans, like type of movies. I just feel like they're yeah. way more grounded, they're way more. They're more human, not like you know. Don't get me wrong; I think the Ocean's movies does a good job of humanizing them eventually, you know, with their ups and downs and stuff. But it takes movies to do that compared to one movie for this, you know. Yeah, I, I think I would agree with that sentiment. Um, and they're also all somewhat career criminals; like they don't have these guys have regular jobs until they're called in for a job, you know, like one thousand percent, right? Things like that, right? right. But I mean, yeah. like I, again, they're like. It is very much, you know, Nick, uh, Nick Nolte's character very much plays the, uh, what's his name character from Oceans, uh, or Oceans, you know, Danny, Danny Ocean. Ocean. Yeah, I was trying to think of his name, and I was like, Jesus, <laughs> fuck. Well, actually, he has a trick of his actual actor's name. Um, George Clooney? Yeah, that guy, the Clooney's. Um, I, I can imagine those two in the same room together. <laughs> but the, uh, you know, because even you find out, like, how good of a person he is, he help fund the bar that they go to and you know mm-hmm. he helped like start it off and do all these yeah. things. There's, there's a lot of little things that like everyone likes him everyone likes bob and it's for good reasons and yeah. like you know it is that he he sticks up for people he helps them when they need help and he doesn't ask for anything in return yeah for the most part you know right <laughs> right yeah it's a it's a really I'm, fun movie undying loyalty but that's uh, for the most part <laughs> he somehow gets he has john wick's status of undying loyalty except we know how he got it and we don't know how john wick got his yeah basically. john wick's john wick 
That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it means all the Bob things. Bob Montana's Bob Montana. Go fuck yourself. Um, anyway. Bob Dole, Bob Dole. Bob Dole, Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Um, anything else on the movie in general? Mm, some weird angles, some weird uh, pacing. I don't know. Did I force Luke to watch a French style movie? Awesome. I, make did, a French, I surrendered. Should do a French marathon next time. It's French movie marathon. Just. Uh, nah, never mind. I was going to say something. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> French. Yes. Don't worry about it. Uh, all right. That's it then, right? We're good. I think so. Okay. I guess that, so. That is our review of The Good Thief, and that is it for our show. You have been listening to another movie podcast. Do not forget that we come out every other Wednesday. So next time, I believe Luke. Yes, is the one picking the next films. What are what are we watching? And we why? are going to watch the Apple TV Plus, whatever you call it, uh, documentary. Right. Still, mm-hmm. so then from across the world, this is so. there's a toss up. We're going to try to go see BlackBerry, but because of its limited showings in theaters, hopefully it'll be on a streaming service we can watch it. If mm-hmm. not, we are going to either watch. Oh, we're going to watch Fast X or Fast Then. I don't know how you want to pronounce it. <laughs> and then for my anniversary pick, we are going to watch a movie I found out about through a high school English teacher. He's the one that told me about this movie. Oh, called Better Luck Tomorrow. Better Luck Tomorrow. This one I've only seen once back then. It's been yeah. so long. You went to high school? Yeah, surprisingly. Made it Actually, you were in that class with me, Ralph. I believe you guys were in the same high school. All right. all right, so those are the movies for next time. Catch up on all that shit, and we'll see you then. Until then, though, I'm Oscar. And Luke. And Ralph. Shout out to Mike. <laughs> Later. The fuck is Mike? Bye. 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 What the hell was that?